do it. How you guys doing? <laughs> Daddy needs juice. Yeah. I'm all turned around. Everything's everything's all different. I don't like change. It's Monday. Bear with me. Sorry, I'm late. I'm always late. It's free, uh, so I don't I don't care that much. Why don't you go cry about it? Everybody else is on the internet. Lots of coping and day drinking happening today. Uh, that's okay. It makes me happy. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How was your weekend? How'd you make out? We were uh, we were very busy. We had a lot to do, as you can see. Um, but, uh, that's pretty near, uh, all settled up now. And, uh, we're, you know, back on in the fifth on the ground location. <laughs> Holy, so much crying. There is a lot of crying. There's a lot of crying on social media, but that's great. That's how you know you've won. Uh, you know, cause I don't really, I don't care. I'm busy living my life. They're busy, uh, talking about me living my life and being homosexuals, drinking a lot, seething, a lot of masturbating, a lot of angry crying, masturbating, stuff like that to, to pictures of me, weirdly enough, which is. It's very strange. A bigot block of wood. There's a pile of wood over there. I, d- I didn't have enough room in the truck to bring the entire wood pile with me, so I didn't bring it all. But it is to- it is really warm in here. There's been, been fire's been going all day. Whew, I may sweat. Uh, I may sweat right through this jacket. But what can you do? What can you do? Let's uh, get back to work. Camby, how are you? First first chat in the new. Uh... <laughs> dungeon i don't know whatever you want to call this she says uh just wondering what will happen to the spider slaves if you aren't using them i could employ them while they're the bees are sleeping you go right ahead you feel free if you if you think you can you know put those spiders to good work they're well trained they've been you know they're ready they're ready we haven't really uh given them any kind of mission or anything yet but they are they are ready to go so i mean that's uh what's up to you this go out already seems to be quick um so many guys sent me these But um, uh, Sean, Alex, a whole bunch of guys. So I've got like 30 of these fucking cigars. I got two whole boxes of them up there. <laughs> Every once in a while, you just got to smoke a stogie. It's good for you. It's not as terrible for you, but. <coughs> it is classically toxic, so let's be toxic together. How are you guys doing? You're all happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's in a good mood. What's up? Dan, the Raging Canadian. How you doing, brother? He says, uh, 390, almost 400. Let's go. Oh, you know what? I got to move this over here. First of all, I need to get figure this out because all of my stuff is on different screens. <laughs> my other monitor used to be over here. Now it's over here. <sighs> it, it's, it's like trying to drive on the wrong side of the road now. I feel like I've gone to the United Kingdom. I'm streaming from a different country where everything is backwards. 
I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out, but I won't. I, I didn't even figure it out the first time. It'll just be more terrible than, than ever, but that's okay. Uh, Dan says a 390, almost 400. Let's fucking go. Cheers, good sir. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's been a bit of a ride, hey? It's been a few years. Man, I got to really cook this thing, hey? Come on, you. <laughs> this blowtorch of a, uh, a lighter here. I do like the smell of cigar smoke, though. It's nice. How you guys do it? Suck hard. You suck it, Cam. You suck this thing for. I'm not used to you know the sucking on things in my mouth. So I'm not. I'm not great at it, but I do like to sink my teeth into it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Where do we begin? What do we What do we begin with? I don't even really know. I've been so busy the last couple of days. I'm not really following up on a lot of what's going on. I assume the world's on fire. It is. It is still very fake and gay and stupid, and everybody's killing each other over magic books and things and. Fortunately, that look, the, I, I have both my hands back. That's great. Thanks to all you guys that funded the, the mic arm. A lot of people were very worried about that for a couple of weeks. Get a new mic arm! It doesn't have a, And it doesn't squeak. It doesn't do anything. But you know what? Uh, anybody complains ever again, I don't care. It stays. I will never take advice from the crowd again. This has been a, a, fia- a $200 fiasco of microphone boom arms. Yes, war crimes for everybody, Taco. It's, what, well, who doesn't love that? Uh, Man on the Mountain says, congrats on the new locale. Thank you, sir. It's It's been a, yeah, I had to move the studio. I didn't have to, but uh, uh, I like it here closer to where my children are and so on. So, <laughs> Donkey says, this is like ASMR with a blowtorch. Yeah, do you want to do that? I'm going to open it for you. I'm going to open the lighter. Activate fire burning. It's good for you. Donkey has weird sexual tastes. It's okay. He's got a donkey dong. I mean, he's got to get by however he can. You know, he's living He's living in a world that we can't understand, so it's not of us to judge him. We shouldn't be judging him for his strangeness, okay? Leave him alone. Alberta Angie says, watching you force feed a healthy serving of crow to assholes makes my day. That's literally what I was in bed last night. Just like some late hour. I don't know. It was like four in the morning, and I'm just like ripping on people. <laughs> it's very amusing to me. I'm like finding um, conversations of like grown women that have been going on for days about me and they're complaining back and forth. You know, I'm like, um, this isn't healthy, Don. Uh, you shouldn't be obsessed with strangers on the Internet and spend days of your life, um, you know, loudly exclaiming that you don't care about these strangers on the Internet that you cannot seem to stop talking about. That happens a lot. I'm very popular in that way, especially among the Apple eating people. The consormi, the consormi cons with their fucking consumi cons with their Apple emojis. Yeah, I love that they. Uh, ah, we all hate you. I'm like, that's good because I hate you more than you can even understand. You don't even know what that word means. And the fact that you guys don't like me is confirmation that I'm doing exactly what I've set out to do, which is fantastic. Is that good, Cam? Am I doing it right? Is this how you suck on it, Cam? I just don't want Cam to be upset about the sucking being done wrong, you know? He's upset. He wants to be done correctly. Filthy Weasel, what's up, brother? He says he's been so long. I feel so free. I've got so... Look, I can outstretch my arms. I'm not touching any cobwebs. There's no living... Cr- well, there's probably a mouse or two, but, I mean, I'll kill them eventually. I've, I've got... I've, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm like Ricky Bobby now. I'm just gonna... <laughs> I don't have to hold this anymore. 
Uh, it's very comfortable. Filthy Weasel, what's up, sir? He says he's been so long, uh, feel a bit rusty, but we'll try and give this a go. Gumball life? No, it's, it's it, sort of. Uh, it depends on what you're trying to do. Uh, he says, forgive me, it's been far too long. Thanks for keeping at it. Spit Truth loves to hear. FYMM. Thank you very much, sir, uh, for your continued uh, support and kindness. You're, you're a good dude, man. I appreciate you. And, you're, and Toad as well. Say hi. Say hi for me. And Morgan, she's around somewhere doing something. Doing something with her hair. St. Maurice Bear, how are you? He says, this is my 300th rate. Well, sir, you've been along for a long, you've been along for a ride then, haven't you? How's your mental state? <laughs> is it intact? Is it coming apart? He says, I would have left by now, but I don't want Billy to crystal knock to my windows. <laughs> Love this community. He's still, in, he's still back in the dungeon. I haven't, I haven't uh, made, made the trip for him yet, uh, but he may, he may make an appearance. He may move his way up here. He likes it down there. That's his ancestral home, all right? He not, he's not going to give in to any magic book demands to leave the home that he's been in for, you know, year, de- decades, hundreds of years, and so on. He's, he's not going to do it, all right? It doesn't matter how many foreskins you take. It doesn't matter how many baby dicks you lick on. It doesn't matter how much Ben, ben Shapiro jizzes in his pants and steals money from homeless people. It doesn't matter. Uh, Billy will not leave no matter what happens. So you're going to have to fight him to the death. And he's got all those bigot brick children. I mean, you know, they're probably going to bomb them in their bigot brick hospital. <laughs> Knowing them. <laughs> Knowing what these people are like. Uh, CRJ says, hi, I'm here too. Hello. Oh, you just want attention? Is that what it is? The only way to get my attention now is to make comments about sucking on things, apparently. This is all I care about. This is just me smoking a cigar for three hours. If I smoke this whole thing, I'll probably throw up. But hey, that's content. How many skins are we talking about? Andrew Simpson's skinning people? Somebody keep an eye on that guy. People think Cam is the expert in the matter. He very well could be. He very well could be. All right. Uh, let's see. The be- yeah, the beard is back too. Uh, I, thought, I probably don't think he'll let her go too much longer than this. This is probably as much as he needs to go. Revan LB says Val Hal's snack bar. Okay. What do they Do they sell peanut butter cups there? That's all I really want. That's what I'm into. Holy shit, I've got a whole pile over here on Odyssey. Odyssey people. Uh, Daisy Light Creations just says 10-4. Right? Otherwise, uh, sometimes means acknowledged or understood. Don't know. Net and Yahoo says, does uh, Dagalon, hope I spelled that right, you didn't, <laughs> have a place in Dagestan? No, we have nothing to do with Dagestan. Dagestan is a whole other, apparently people are just finding out that it exists now, which is funny. Uh, Mark Miller's having a cigar right now. Good. All right, then. Let's all suck on sticks in our mouths and enjoy nicotine. <laughs> he says, I'm working on, on growing an apple orchard, but I'm not with those normicons. Well, there's a difference between growing apples as a form of produce and um, sustenance and growing food and contributing to the economy and thinking apples are some kind of own. Uh, they're just really easy to please. Um it's like you're babysitting the idiots. That's why I could never respect myself to be somebody that just does, you know, clickbait. Like every thumbnail is, you know, a picture of Trudeau being like, oh, and everything is like some kind of, you know, clickbaity headline. Oh my God, the libs got owned, bro. Holy fuck. That's, um, you know who you are when you do that? You're like the guy, you're like the special ed teacher in school that like watches after the special kids. I mean, I guess somebody has to do it, but 
I don't want to do it, and I wouldn't be happy about doing it. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather you know, hang out with the adults and and stuff. I I don't want to, uh, I don't want to play make believe. I don't like children's games. I don't I don't uh, I don't like that. I don't want to watch Sesame Street all fucking day. All right. Uh, Soaker City says you should do a cigar stream with Academic Agent. He's have you on in a second. I don't know who that is, but sure, tell him to call me. <laughs> uh, Netanyahu says you and Cam are both doing it wrong. Less teeth, more deep throat. Oh, you're doing those European cigars things. Is that what this is? Chad Kroger, what's up, sir? He says, I remember when Christia was the worst thing to talk about. Those were good days. We didn't know how good we had it. Those were good days when all we had to worry about was ham thighs and, you know, rotten cream cheese seeping, you know, excreting out of areas moistly with, you know flaps and and gross kinds of so i had a flashback there that wasn't good that wasn't a good time we don't need to go back to those days guys we need to leave that alone we don't ever have to go back there again hot mayonnaise exactly jordan gets it (laughs) i'm just quickly skimming all of these fucking open chat windows and just picking random people to yell at for no reason (laughs) thanks for the notification yeah well some of the, some of the some of the uh, apps will give it to you, and some don't. I remember. <sighs> we've we've come a long way, haven't we? All right, what else is going on? Um, <laughs> Canvas Key says a cigar is a big brown dick. George Carlin. No, it's just tobacco rolled in a you know large cigarette. But what does that make people that are smokers? Tiny white dicks, licking tiny little dicks, tiny little baby dicks. You addicted to smoking? How do you feel about circumcision? You're probably all about it. I've got questions for you. You're going to have adult supervision whenever you're around the playground from now on. I don't, I don't like where that's going. Cigars are nothing. <laughs> All right. Man, I'm thirsty. Careful not to burn myself with this. Mm. What's going on? You guys have to entertain me now. I didn't prepare anything. I got nothing done. I've been busy... Um, Actually, uh, uh, Morgan and some of the guys uh, threw a lot of the stuff together um, for me very, well, I don't know, last minute is technically the right term, but uh, moved, did a lot of the heavy lifting for a lot of this stuff, so it uh, didn't didn't seem, didn't have to do much, so thank you very much, guys, appreciate that. Man on the Mountain says, you seem less dark tonight, it's sort of weird. Uh, less dark? Less dark in here? Physically dark? Mentally dark? Oh, I can go dark. What do you want to talk about, dead babies? <laughs> we can go there. He's winging! We're winging it! We're winging it again! All right. That all caught up. Good go. All right. Where do we want to... Um, what are we doing? What are you guys doing over the weekend? You know who's not doing anything anymore over any weekends? is Matthew Perry. Because he's dead! <laughs> Could I be any more dead? I mean, not that I... Uh, you know, am happy per se, but I mean, the guy shilled the vaccine like crazy. He was selling merch about getting vaccinated. You know, and uh, has a stroke and drowns in his pool or had a heart attack and drowns. Something happened in his pool and he drowned and he's 54 and he's dead now. So, uh, huh. Well, that sucks. I mean, he probably should have lived another 30 years, probably. Would have made sense. Uh, it didn't happen, though, because, uh, you know, current thing and so on. Dead in his Los Angeles home, according to coroner's records. Investigation into how he died is ongoing, but it may take weeks before his cause of death is determined, and I'm sure it will probably never be reported on. In a hot tub! 
Oh, he died in a hot tub, not even a pool. Yeah, he, he was not a man that exercised, let's be real. He was never swimming anywhere. That guy probably just, uh, he, he had a, a very popular body type, actually, with conservatives, especially like conservative wannabe influencer types. Now, I don't know why this is. I'm not sure uh, if, it's, if it's a hormonal thing, if it's something that's in the water, if it is a, a dietary, well, and, and there's a heavy amount of cheese going into there for sure, if it's uh, the overload of estrogen has made their bodies this way, but it's the physique that I like to call the bag of milk physique. You ever take, you know, if you're Canadian, especially, uh, Americans don't believe us, and some of the ones out west, Western Canada don't believe us either, but we sell milk in bags here, in like great big, you just drop it on a counter, and it's, yeah, it's what it sounds like. It's a fucking plastic bag full of milk, and that's what they look like, walking around with little itty-bitty pencil boy legs, bag of milk for a body, tiny dumb apple core head on top of its butt. Get the limbs out! We used to carve statues out of marble and granite. That would be like the epitome of male achievement. It would be like a statue of like fucking Hercules or Achilles or something. And you're walking around like this is okay. Like you saw this. You got up in the morning and you looked at yourself and you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm, this, this, is, this is good. I'm going to go outside like this every day and I'm going to wave at people. I'm going to be like, Hi! Look at me and feel no shame at all that I am a complete waste of genetics. I'm making absolutely zero attempts to take care of myself at all. That's how you know somebody's a very serious person. When they're that disciplined and focused that they need to devour gargantuan amounts of cheese, sauces, oils, creams, you know, just at breakneck speeds to the point that their body becomes disfigured and grotesque to the point that it would previously have been featured in a circus. Uh, it would have been an act you could go see in, you know, the southern United States. Come on, everybody. Come see the world's fattest boy. Oh, Marco here. He hails from the great city of Tarani, and he's got a bag of milk for a body. I've never seen a pair of titties like that on a man before, but if you'll pay $10, you can come to my circus tent and see that. It's weird. I mean, we're not supposed to look like that, right? If I, if you bought a car, if you bought a horse or a car, let's go with a car, and uh, you have a picture of a car, it's a sedan, typical sedan. It's a 2020 Chevrolet Impala, and I show up, and I give you a rotting pumpkin. It, you might, most, some people might think, that's, that's not, uh, that's not, that's not, as, oh, it, well, that's pumpkin shaming. Okay, don't say that. Don't don't pumpkin shame. <laughs> Speaking of pumpkin shaming. <laughs> oh, I just, I'm going to read a little news article for you. It's about me. It's about you. It's a story about love and perseverance and, and about uh, and justice and crime. It's a thriller. It's going to be on HBO. No, it's not. It'll never be on anything. Um, uh, but very, very amusingly. Um, this is kind of an add-on to an already an ongoing uh, piece here from Sask Today that uh, Lisa Joy has been working on. Says the Diagalon leader feels shortchanged by justice system. Here's why. Oh, let's read some of this. Let's read some of this mainstream news article. All charges against myself have been dropped in a Quebec court, making it the third province to abandon its prosecution. Saskatchewan and Nova Scotia courts also dropped charges 
Strange. On Friday, the Crown in, in Quebec stayed charges of criminal harassment and uttering threats against McKenzie, and the judge granted defense's request to hold a hearing on prosecutorial misconduct and abuse of process. Jeez. Wow. Huh, that's a crazy thing to read about. Abuse of process? Go on. What is this? Hmm. Quotes from the lawyer. By proceeding this way, Mr. McKenzie, unfortunately, can cannot prove his innocence at trial. Toronto criminal defense lawyer... Sharif Foda told Sass today he is disappointed that he will not have the opportunity for vindication in the dignified and public forum of a jury trial. As I said, I fucking, we tried and they just really didn't want to do it for some reason. Well, maybe there's more in the story. He was looking forward to exposing the Crown's principal witness, a wanted fugitive who is now shockingly shielded from scrutiny entirely, added Foda. There's a strict court-ordered publication ban in Quebec and Saskatchewan on identifying the complainant. Damn, if only they had publicly identified themselves dozens of times. A jury trial would have exposed the complainant's lack of credibility and reliability, as well as his relationship with police court documents show. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, gee, Willie. Oh, no. After the complainant cooperated with RCMP National Security Team, his charges in one province were withdrawn, and he wasn't arrested on another warrant, despite his continuous contact with police prosecutors in relation to McKenzie. (laughs) Puzzling! (laughs) Strange. I wonder what it could be, internet conspiracy people. What could be going on here? And uh, it says, it is undisputed at the time of filing these applications, this witness was a wanted fugitive on an outstanding warrant that the authorities have known about for years. Added Foda, it is also undisputed that this witness has a long-standing criminal history for violent behavior ag- against both men and women, although it appears most of his victims are women. Nice touch. I'm genuinely shocked this individual is allowed to roam free in the circumstances. Aren't we all? But I mean, those are the benefits of, of you know, uh, being the eyes and ears and mouthpiece of, um, you know, a political attack campaign for the police department. I mean, there's perks. There's perks, isn't it? And I just want to say, you know, I haven't been able to say anything for a year and a half. Pretty much because of court order. Publication ban and, uh, and the nature of all, and all of this. While this person has been, you know, accusing me and harassing me and my friends and family and accusing, you know, you guys are fads. Uh-huh. Fucking woman beater. Uh-huh. Actually, that's that's you. That's been you the whole time. And uh we just haven't been able to say anything. Um, so tell me get tell me what the meaning of patience is. I'd love to hear about it. Mmm. That tastes nice. I like this cigar. This is a good one. Thanks. Uh, who gave me this one? Was this Alex? It could have been. There are many Alexes. <laughs> Not fairy, a different one. Let's continue. Is there any more? There's a lot more. A lot of it is um, stuff you've already already seen, probably. Um, uh, Court documents show McKenzie's lawyer had filed motions in Quebec and Saskatchewan courts compelling the Crown to disclose any financial benefits, considerations, or immunity offered to the complainant by various law enforcement agencies across multiple provinces, including the RCMP, and the Crown in exchange for testimony against moi. The Crown didn't provide the disclosure and instead, on October 27th, just abandoned the case entirely. (laughs) Hmm. Oh my goodness, what a mystery this is. 
Oh, he says, uh, Mackenzie wanted to obtain the evidence establishing what we have suspected for quite some time. The principal witness for the government in two prosecutions is a state agent who poses a serious threat to public safety. Yeah, that's all. That's all, guys. Um, Yeah, hey, uh, defense doesn't have any procedural route to obtain the evidence against the complainant because the Crown abandoned prosecution in Quebec without any explanation. As you do is very typical. Uh, what you want to do is have national war, you know, Canada-wide warrants, okay? News stories, all these college people coming, all the smear rags, all the fucking apple eaters, everything. and then, oh, it was never anything? Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> so, like, it, it, it's just an endless kind of cascading series of events proving that not only the... Canadian state is incredibly dumb and inept and just like I overuse this word, but it's accurate. They're retarded. They are retarded with a capital R. And, uh, you know, much of the public seems to be as well. So it's just an endless. We'll just keep feeding crows to people until they overdose on copium. Uh, There's a lot of that going on. And, uh, you know, symptoms may include uh, a lot of uh, violent vomiting, uh, hangovers, uh, oh, well, I guess copium is just power drinking, but uh, still, it, it's, you know, the symptoms, they cross-conflate. They're, 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 it's, it's, doctors are worried, you know, the experts are concerned. Um, and he says, uh, I feel, I do, I do, feel that the Crown's conduct throughout the proceedings has been high-handed and abusive. We're hopeful we can hold the Crown to account with respect to behavior review is unfair during the proceedings, uh, because, yes, we are, fi- we have filed these... Uh, Abuse motions, very typical, you know. That's how it works in Canada. Because that, that's that's what the money was for. For, you know, fighting these fucking dickheads in court and, you know, not not for buying shit. What do you think I did with it? It's been sitting there, I'm just feeding it into lawyer, and I'm not done by a fucking long shot. Because now, now it's attack time. And uh, I'm suing about is it five different people right now. And I don't want to say who. Um, some of them know who they are. Some of them don't. <laughs> some of them are probably hoping and praying that it's not them. But I like that. I like the, um, you know, the anticipation. You get the blue balls of the whole thing. Is it going to be me? Is it not me? Am I, I going to have to go to court? Am I going to have to explain this? Am I going to have to pay a lot of money? Am I going to get humiliated? Yeah. Yeah, all that is going to happen to a number of people. But I mean, you know, it's a nice bed you made. It looks comfy. The sheets are, you know, the fire's on. Why don't you just, uh, why don't you just go ahead and get on in that bed you made? I'll tuck you in. It'll be fine. Back to business. We waited together for the cowards to come. Games, him, cum-filled mansions. Yeah, that was a good time. You'll never get me killed in a cum-filled mansion. Yeah. 
Dan, the Raging Canadian, says he shilled the vax, but he was on the flight logs. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Maybe Hillary took him out. <laughs> Heart attack and drowning in a hot tub sounds like something she'd do. If he was, if he was legitimately involved in that and Epstein stuff in any way at all, that would be not a crazy thing to think. I don't know if he is. I don't. I'm not tracking a lot of that stuff. I'll ask Ryan Dawson. He'll know. He knows everybody on that list. Uh, Cam's Cam's all over the place now. He says there's two Canada's: the Canada that sells milk and jugs and cartons, and the Canada that is wrong. There is no well, all of there is no Canada that's right about anything. It's a it's a clown show. It's a giant uh, hotel. I'm sticking with this. Uh, it's not even an analogy. It's just true. Uh, we live in a giant hotel, um, like a big one, like a big downtown hotel, one of the biggest ones in town. But it's not nice. Uh, it used to be, and people still go to the hotel. Because it has a great reputation. It's been around so long, and everyone's, oh, I've heard of that place. Yeah, I know somebody that's been there. I've, been, I've read about it. I've seen it on the news, and yeah, it's a great hotel. But it's, it, when you get there, it's in disrepair. The paint's coming, up, coming off the walls. There's cracks in the floor. Some of the buttons, in the, that elevator doesn't work anymore. You can't go up those stairs. They collapsed. Like, what are you talking about? And nobody speaks English anywhere. Everyone in the bar is drunk and picking fights with each other. Everyone's screaming at each other in the lobby and six different groups of people speaking six different languages and six different arguments. And uh, you can try to find your way to your room, but it may have been taken over by Somalian pirates. And you can try to find a different room. But again, uh, every time you go to you know, swipe your key, actually the prices have gone up, so you can't afford it. You have to keep – you go back down to the, uh, to, the, to the lobby and you try to find the manager. And it's just some, it's just some skank taking pictures of her asshole and putting it on TikTok. Uh, and you're like, okay, uh, that's Canada. That's what it is, okay? Um, and we're all just in various parts of the hotel. We're in the, the East Wing right now. We're building a fucking barricade in the hallway to keep the Eritreans out. And the, uh, and the, and the, and the Sikhs, they're, they're trying to shit in all of our toilets. They've clogged all of the toilets in their rooms, and now they're trying to use ours. And we can't let that happen, obviously, because then none of us will have toilets. So they're, they're really trying to get at the toilets and, uh, you know, Ferry and Derek are trying to block off that end of the hallway. We've got other guys. That's why we had to collapse the stairs, guys. I'm sorry, but they were going to use that, that, that west wing of the stairs to get up and then flank our blocking position. And they were going to shit in our toilets. They would have shit everywhere, on the floors, in the, on the ceiling, in the ceiling fan, inside the microwaves. Just wherever there isn't, nothing has been shit on, they will see it and go, oh, a clean spot, and shit on it. So we, we can't. Fuck. And then they're going to call it Calistan, and we can't have that either, so it's like... uh, Is there a janitor's closet? Maybe we can hide in there. Maybe we can find some kind of storage room, and and maybe they don't know about that part yet. That's what Derek's doing. That's the metaphor there. Derek is in a... He's he's built a fortress in the woods, and he's just buying more land. He's he's going to be Lord of the North, I guess. He's in the janitor's closet, because it's really the only place left to be. <laughs> yeah, Zoo's right. I know. It's, I'm just. I'm obviously kidding. They don't fucking use toilets. Fisher of Men says cigars are my guilty pleasure. A few bob for your cigar fund habit more expensive than weed, which I also enjoy. <laughs> Some people were shocked last night. I was like, because um, part of my part of the conditions I was under, I wasn't allowed to drink, I wasn't allowed to uh, smoke weed or anything. But I'm in all seriousness, I, it wasn't an act. I'm probably never going to drink again. It's war, and not until my enemies are destroyed, which will never happen. It'll take forever. This is an endless struggle through time. It never, never ends. So it's uh, you know I'm very committed to that. Um, but you know, weed is a good time. 
once in a while. Once in a while. So uh, I was like, fuck it. And uh, I uh, and Derek got uh, pretty stoned last night. And Alex and Alex said the worst stuff. The worst by far. He has no excuse. Dead sober. He consented to mass rapes. And I, w- and I agreed with him. Um, but in my defense, I was ripped. And I didn't really understand what was happening. But now that I've gone back and watched it sober, I 100% totally, absolutely, without any question, uh, stand by everything that we said. So. (laughs) I thought he was going to apologize. I've never seen him do that. He's incapable. I want to steal that line from that. When does that Napoleon movie come out? Fuck, I hope that's good. I need that movie to be good. Like, I need to... uh, I don't know. Like, I need anything. Um... I want to steal a line from the trailer. I'll be the first one. <laughs> I, yeah, obviously, obviously, everybody makes mistakes. And everybody's wrong about things sometimes, but it's just funny. It's funny to say it. I'll be the first one to apologize when I make a mistake. I simply never do. <laughs> what about Waterloo, dickhead? Uh, Cam says the wine, the winos at the CCFR just handed the government case law to use OICs to revoke people's property whenever it wants to under the guise of public safety. Good job, Rod the Bod and Tracy Winebox uh, loading wheel. Let me see. Um, good job, Rod the. Oh, good job, Rod the Bod and Tracy Winebox. Yeah, I've never, I've never been uh, fans of them because, well, first of all, they're wrong. Uh, they've always been wrong, and they're taking a very uh, serious topic. And what was that noise? Morgan, are you down here? Okay, <laughs> I'm like I hear I hear movement in the in the foreground somewhere, but it's dark and I can't see. There's lights point at my head. I'm like, am I being attacked? I don't know what's going on. What? All right, she's over. There. She's building a bomb or something. It's fine. What the hell was I talking about? What was I just talking about? Uh, oh, right. Well, yeah. See, she agrees with me. I'm never. I've never been wrong about anything. <laughs> I hope it's a good movie. Uh, oh, right. Rod the Bod and Tracy the Wine. But yeah, they're always wrong. Well, they've always been wrong. Um, it's just a. It's just a basic concept that the population of a country. Okay. The people of a country are the country. That's that's who it is. It's not, you know, some dickhead in a chair. It's not some corporation. It's not, the, you know, the president. It's not. It's the compendium of people and workers and families and moms and dads and kids and all of that together. That's the country. Okay. And the country, if the people are not able to defend themselves from the state, then inevitably, not maybe, 100% inevitably, someday, the day will come when the state seeks to go, oh, well, we're just going to make the people who are the real country, all right? Those dickheads in Ottawa, they're not Canada, okay? Those pieces of shit in Washington, that's not America. Fucking, uh, what's his name? I don't even know. that Who's running Great Britain right now? They're definitely not British, okay? <laughs> um, let's fucking just, you know. If, if there's no checks and balances, if then what's to stop them? What's to stop them from just compelling people? Well, we can just force them. We can we just let's just force them. Yeah, let's do that. Why would you risk that ever? Every every genocide or mass killing or mass slaughtering of innocent people by the state that's ever happened has been uh, preceded by a removal of their ability to defend themselves. That's like just not having a fire extinguisher or a smoke alarm because you don't believe in it. Like 
Oh, what are the odds it'll burn down? Oh, probably not good, but uh, it does happen, though, from time to time. And it seems the risk-to-reward ratio here is uh, pretty clear. It's pretty clear. And uh, anyway, that's not an argument they're willing to make. Rod the Bod and Tracy the Wine Box. They, they, they want to say, but my sport's shooting. Uh, it's my right because I likes to shoot paper plates. And he likes to shoot at little duckies flying around in the air. Bang. <laughs> no one cares about your sport shooting and, and you know hunting. Like That's not a compelling argument uh, for when the communists come out and say, oh, well, they're going to trot out all kinds of dead kids and massacres and mass shootings and gang crime and all. This is what you're doing. Oh, you freaking god fuck. And you need to be able to, and they're going to go, okay, what's your response? I like to shoot paper plates. Yeah, you've lost the argument. You will have no support whatsoever because you don't have the guts to go out and say uh, what the real reason private firearm ownership is for, and that is to life and liberty of the people against any intentions of the state in today's terms or in the future. That's why the founding fathers of America put that in there. (laughs) Okay? Uh, That's why everyone's always wanted to go, to America. No one's been fleeing America over hundreds of years. They've been going to America for hundreds of years. Why is that? Because they had a pretty good thing going for quite a while until it got ruined. It's getting ruined pretty good. Uh, there is a, a, quite a few people down there trying to fight to hold it together and salvage something and put it back together. Hopefully it's not like Humpty Dumpty. I wish them all the best. Uh, but here in Canada, there's very there's not, nothing's getting put back together here, guys. It's not happening. We don't, have, we don't have what it takes. We don't have the, the resources. So that's why that's why you can't ban guns, because eventually some dickhead in the government is going to say, take these needles or I'll fucking kill you. And there's not going to be anything you can do about it at all. And then you're going to go, you know what we probably shouldn't have did was give all of our guns away 20 years ago or 30 years ago. You know what I mean? If you notice the trend in the kind of people, the quality of people we're getting to be in charge, do you, would you say it's going up or down? The last libtard... Um, prime minister that we had was like uh, like Jean Chrétien that that guy is like Aristotle compared to everyone that's in there right now you know what I mean uh it's it's she's going down hard and the odds in the future that you're gonna get some kind of uh power hungry maniac drug addict who's got a penchant for fucking getting his way no matter what he's a spoiled rich kid you see where this is going you want to you want to give people because we're not getting rid of all of the guns we're just giving that guy all of the guns, and we're going to trust him to take real good care of everybody. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. How did the Native Americans make out when they were disarmed? Exactly. How'd that go? Remember? Remember, we have peace now. They throw all the guns in the fire. No more killing. Sucker! Yeah. Unfortunately, and and that's like a... That's, that's kind of like a curse a bit. A lot of people talk about this over the years, but it's like you should always strive for that ideal. We should try our very damn... Because I, I like the idea. I like the message of it. We shouldn't be killing each other. There's no need for any of this. It's all stupid. And if we just fucking sat down and, and figured it out, uh, none of this would need to happen. We, we would be, you know... However... That is not how it ever has worked. That's always what people have wanted, but they've never gotten it. Doesn't mean you shouldn't try, but you also need to be prepared for the other thing because that's what normally almost always happens. And if you're ignoring that, you're abdicating your responsibilities as a man and a citizen to uh, be looking out for you and yours and everybody around you. If you're just going to throw it into the wind and like, so it's like, 
swimming in shark infested waters with blood everywhere and it's like I'm just gonna probably assume I won't get attacked I'll probably be fucking fine I mean what are the odds seems like a very stupid really silly risk to take when uh, not taking it you know isn't gonna cost much of anything by comparison uh, Tony Toronto says I hope you win your lawsuits you deserve it I definitely will they're um, very very good uh, <laughs> I got I've got uh, I'm very satisfied and very happy with my uh uh, the lawyers have chosen, um, and uh, they've done a very good job. Very professional, very intelligent, very smart, very long game thinking. You know, we get along real well, you know, and uh, they've never bullshit me. So if they say, yeah, you sue, sue these people, <laughs> I'm going to fucking sue them. I'm going to do it, and uh, I'm confident it'll, it's, it's not going to go good for certain people, uh, but you know. This is why you don't fuck around. And it's not like some of them, I'm not going to get any money from them. They're bums. They're broke. They have nothing. It's not about that. I want the judgments. I want a judge to say, yep, that's what happened. And I, and I want them humiliated and I want them held accountable because as this kind of fucking insane behavior permeates through our justice system and through our society, everything gets worse Everything always gets worse. And like I'm always saying, like no one ever holds anybody fucking accountable for anything. They always get away with shit. Well, I have the ammunition and I have the power to hold people accountable for some fuckery. So you're goddamn right. I'm going to do it. I've been sitting on this nut my whole life hoping for something like this someday to take some of these entitled cocksuckers down. <laughs> oh, you just think you can get away with whatever you want, don't you? I'll just fucking sign that. I'll just fucking, what's going to happen? What's he going to do? Go to Toronto and get some high-priced fucking lawyer for a quarter of a million dollars? Oh, please. He did? Oh, no. Uh, I didn't mean, I'm a victim. Never mind, I'm a victim now, you guys. I'm so, it's my first day. Oh, geez, sorry. Yeah, too late. The ink is dry, as they say. That's a phrase I learned from them. Very ominous phrase when you think about it. Hey, wait, no, stop. I'm a victim. I'm sorry, sir. The ink is dry. Meaning it's, uh, she can't be unwritten, you know, and the internet's forever and all of that. Like it, you know, it, what's done is done. Hey, I mean, you did do all those things, huh? Well, well, guess we're gonna have to have a little chat about that. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, you know, that's why I'm doing it. Maybe it'll cover some of my legal fees that I've already paid out the nose for. But again, I, it was a pleasure to do it. You see, because I'm not, uh, I'm, 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 I'm an alien, apparently. I'm not one of these people. I don't care for money that much. I'm not like, it's like, what's more fun? Having $6,000? Think of all the things you can do with $6,000, guys. Or... Buying the entire sordid criminal history of your enemies, including police reports, court transcripts, everything they've fucking ever done. The notes, everything, all of it. Private investigators are going to dig up every bit. Yeah, I want that thing. I want the other thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm like. You know, um... That's what it's for. That's what people. That's what people threw money at me for. They're like, defend yourself in court. We can't let this happen. And I'm like, very well. <laughs> that's what I will do. And I lived in a wood pile for a year and a half with spiders. Uh, you know, spiders and crickets and <laughs> remember the cricket, Jiminy. What was his name? I don't know any sand violin music for him. 
I didn't queue it up fast enough. I'm all turned around. Everything's sideways. This is so weird. I feel like I've never done this before. The hell was I talking about? Right. Jiminy Cricket. The wood pile and all that. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, I've just been basically working out and, and doing this and using every fucking cent and penny I've earned to uh, put that into a war chest to you know, hold people accountable for being pieces of shit because that's a real big problem I've had with my whole life. And now I'm in a position to do that. So I'm absolutely 100% going to fucking do that. Okay. Satoshi Ape and Real Donald T says, best donation I have ever made was to your legal fight. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And everyone else that has, uh, thank you. I would be, I'd be fucked without you, honestly. The entertainment value has been worth every penny. Well, I'm glad you think so. Some comedians out there don't seem to think so. If you, I mean, they're, if they're big, fat, dumpster body, like clowns, like that's kind of funny. That's laughing at them. I don't, I don't think that's intentional, though. I don't think that's like what they were going for. So I don't know if that counts as comedy. I, I Anyway. <laughs> Littlefoot says, so where do you think Hitler 2 will be from? And what ethnicity, ethnicity do you think the new and improved one will be like? I mean, I'm only a couple of side quests away. <laughs> Jail, military, war, homeless. Uh, what else do I need? What are the other ones? <laughs> I does the trucker convoy count as a coup? The government technically said that was a coup attempt, the trucker convoy. So um, what else? Uh, we're close. I'm only off by... I, oh, that's right. Derek told me I have to get rejected from Arts. So I'm going to write a resume. I'm going to create a body of work. I'm literally probably going to do this just because it'll be too funny. And I'm going to apply to the Toronto School of Performing Arts and get rejected. And then I'm going to make a whole video reading my rejection letter and just... <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I'm going to be so happy. That's going to be... That's season four. That's the season four arc, you guys. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to quit streaming. I've done my job. I've, th I've achieved what I've set out to do. Now I'm going to art school. Thank you guys so much for the, the experience and the time. It's been great. But now I'm going to a performing art school. And I'm definitely going to get in. I'm so happy. I'm going to have a whole new life. I'm just going to read my acceptance letter right now. It says, we regret to inform you that due to your... Well, we just, we basically hate you. This is obviously a left-wing, far-left Antifa school. This is Toronto. Fuck you, Chud. We hope you hang yourself. This cannot continue! This time and or forever! The people of this country deserve a better life! I don't know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Oof, man, how did that guy do that? That takes so much energy. Maybe Alex was right. It was the Vril. I don't know. Oh, the toupee. I wish I had a toupee. I got to get a haircut. I don't wish I had a toupee. And when I start going bald, I'm just going to fucking bick razor it, and then the beard's going to come out. I'm going to start looking more insane. Probably as time goes on. It's not going to get, it's, it's going to get worse. <laughs> Kyra will cut it for me? Okay, good. All right, so we got one more, a couple more side quests. We'll work on that and then we'll see. Hey, uh, you know, 
The Israelis are using all their prophecies. They've got all kinds of magic fucking say, Oh, the red cows have died on the magic hill, which means that the moon has, you know, in the in the grind, in the game, and the circumcision. And I don't know. So, like, why can't we do that? Why can't we? They're just having fun. They're just having fun. We're having fun. Everybody's just having fun. But then you have too much fun. Millions of people die. But, I mean, you know, you want to make an omelet. You know what I mean? You guys want to party or what? <laughs> Chad Chisholm says, welcome home, pal. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. How you? How you doing? How you feeling? We got to get everybody uh, together here again soon. Uh, Jen Steen says, what a contrast from a year ago. Cheers, brother. Yeah, it was a... Uh, well, a year ago, I was still in jail. So, yes. <laughs> he says, hilarious stream last night. Oh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We were just being... Ridiculous! It was uh, the we you know it's been a while since we did a weed stream. Me and Derek used that a lot, and then it become layers on layers of like weed thoughts, and then we lost Fairy. Fairy's like, I can't logically follow any of this anymore, and I'm like, Yeah, we're getting into deep water now. <clears throat> it can be fun. That's a good time though. Uh, Synthetic says infinite resolve. Nice digs, bro, and congrats. Also respect on weathering the shitstorm. How the pendulum swings. Yes, yes, it does. Cheers, Daglon. Thank you, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And uh, Chet says, I remember. Sing the song of freedom, Jimmy. Chirpulon will forever be free. Chirpulon. That was him escaping. He was singing his song of freedom. I'm going for it. Jimmy, no. Nigel says, congrats on the freedom. Looking forward to meeting you when you come to Vancouver. Since you're interested in ancient stuff lately, you should check out Jimmy from Bright Insight, based archaeologist. I also endorse that. I've known about him for a long time. I remember his YouTube channel when it was about my size. I swear to God, it was like less than 10,000, you know, subscribers. I probably would have had like a hundred, but thousand by now if I didn't get banned 10 fucking times. Every time I get to 10,000, they cut it like within, I don't know if there's a cut, I don't know, whatever, but he's, uh, yeah, he really, he had a really interesting channel about stuff like that. That's where I, when I was going on about Atlantis and stuff, I really do believe, I think he discovered where Atlantis really is. His argument, I was like, I've never heard this argument before, and at the time, as far as I know, and as far as he knew, he was the only person saying this. And I'm like, I think this motherfucker just found Atlantis. It was, you know. Check him out. Bright Insight. Jimmy, I can't remember his name. He was He's a veteran, too. He fought in uh, Iraq, I believe. Iraq. Yeah, I like that guy a lot. I'd, I'd talk to him someday. He's, he's really interesting. Like, um, those are guys I give a, not a pass. You know, it's not like, I give a pass. You know, because everyone gets mad. It's like, yeah, but what about like the politics shit, man? Where do you, and they're, like he's he seems like kind of an apolitical guy. Like he just doesn't care. He's interested in this shit. It's like I'm trying to understand what happened in the last hundred thousand years. Like this is a very big puzzle and problem. And if he need, if Jimmy needs to just devote one hundred percent of his brain power to just this in order for us to get one percent closer, I fully endorse him doing that. <laughs> okay. Because I also really want to fucking know, but I'm way too lazy to do that stuff. So if Jimmy doesn't do it, none of us get to know if Hyperborea is under the ice in Antarctica, and that's why they're hiding it from us. I think that's what's going on. We got to get Jimmy on the Antarctica question. What do you think, Phil? Phil's going Phil's gonna, to Phil's gonna have a chat with him. That's right. You go tell him what's up, Phil, and we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get down to business. We'll find out what's going on in there. All right. Uh, oh, Rumble. It's, yeah, Jimmy Corsetti. That's right. Helpless Bob. <laughs> his, his name is Helpless Bob. I love reading people's names sometimes, and I'm just like, they're just funny to me. They're, they're like a signature. Everyone's kind of got their own 
it's personal, right? It's, it's personal to them. Uh, when I used to play like Counter Strike and shit like that, when I was like twelve or thirteen, my my name was Killer Egg. No reason. I just thought that was f- fucking hilarious to me that someone would picture like, yeah, I, I, an egg. It was just an egg in, in tactical gear, running around killing people. It's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. I thought that was amusing at that age. So that was my name. <laughs> Helpless Bob could mean anything. His wife could literally have him chained up in a basement, and his name is Helpless Bob. That's what he's known as around town. I have no idea. I have no idea at all. Uh, Julio. See, this is another one. Is this a relative of Coolio? I don't know. Julio says, for your upcoming art school tuition. Thank you very much, sir. I will need it. I will need it because they're not going to accept I'm going to send them that video as my submission. Hey, can you guys reject me from art school so I can unlock the Tesseract and turn into Hitler too? Why not? Well, that's a fucking pretty good reason, I guess. All right, I'm just going to fake it. <laughs> hey, they're faking prophecies all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to make YouTube videos, you know? That's all I, that's all I was trying to do. Now, how did this turn into my life? Whatever, have fun with it or, you know, don't complain, you know? You get the life you get, fucking make the most of it. Stop complaining. You're lucky you're fucking alive at all. <laughs> I imagine that would be hilarious to me. That's That should that should be God. <laughs> He's just like cranky as fuck. For some reason, this is the music. Um, oh, what's this? I need a good good music for it. Yeah, this is the one complaining about your life you know oh woe is me it's all so fucking horrible fucking portal opens god just sits down he's dressed like this for some reason my fucking cigar went out hold on I'll be right with you So what, you don't like being alive now? You know, I just watched an entire city full of kids get buried under rocks. I once saw an entire city full of people fall into the fucking sea. They all drowned alive. One minute. They're eating toaster strudels. Next minute. Oh, but you don't want to fucking go to work tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Oh, does your back hurt? Oh, is, is shit expensive for you? Oh. You see all these fucking skulls back? These are all the dead people. Now... They really wanted to be alive. They'd trade with you in a fucking second. And here you are fucking complaining about it. I'm going to send the media and you're going to fucking die last. All right? I think that was, was that Old Testament God? Yeah, it was. He's really very 
impatient. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, Italian and, uh, and impatient. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. Uh, synthetics is infinite resolve. Oh, wait, you read the, I read this one already. Thank you, sir. Why did that come up twice? Did you send it twice? Um, um, yes. God knows all your complaints. Why me, God? Are you fucking serious right now? Are you kidding? Why you what? You're fucking alive, aren't you? Do you want to be dead? I can make you fucking dead right now. Yeah, make me dead. Oh, for fuck. You know what? You want to be dead? I'm going to make sure you live twice as fucking long now. I'm going to make you, I'm going to drag this out. You're going to be one of those miserable motherfuckers that's 99 years old and just can't figure out how to die. You're trying to walk into traffic and get hit by cars. They all swerve out of the way. They all kill each other instead. You're 100. You're 101. You never know when it's going to end. And then you're going to regret you ever complained. <laughs> uh, drywall, thank you very much, sir. Uh, Netanyahu says, what about Virginia Slims? Longer but thin. Oh, God, we're back on that again. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to ask Derek about that. I think you're going to have to defer. I'm going to phone a friend on that one. Ask Derek. Uh, Socrates says, people laugh at Hillary, but she's a fucking 36-level vampire warlord. There's nothing funny about that deeply evil-winged flying blood-sucking bitch. She's legitimately frightening. She's probably the scariest woman alive. If I saw her in the street, I would fucking go the other way. I'm not kidding. I wouldn't even want to be near her. Nope. No. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> Unless I was going to confront her, in which case, also known as committing suicide. Otherwise, fucking people part way like the Red Sea. They just fucking get out of her way. She just strolls around. It's out of respect. It's out of not wanting to die. Okay. They don't want to fucking die. A lot of people die around her. A lot. Very strange. Very normal, though. She's for America. She's a nice lady. She's a good guy. We came. We saw. He died. <laughs> yeah, she's normal. Octostein says, God quit busting my balls. Job from the book of Job. <laughs> right. That's a fucking mental story, too. Like, what kind of God do you have? Why is he? I mean, I get it, but Jesus. It's just like. When you when you think about the things that can happen and how brutal other people's lives can have been in the past and things that have gone on, and then you sit back down in your air-conditioned house with your fucking leather chair on your Wi-Fi computer and fucking press buttons and food is delivered to your face, just hot cheese right into your face. You don't even have to get up. We're doing life on easy mode, you know, which should scare everybody. <laughs> that means it's like... We're not, it's not going to get much easier. There's not much, it only goes up. They, they can only turn the volume up from here to like, hey, you guys ever seen fucking genocide before? <laughs> like, oh, we're doing that again? Cool. That's good. Oh, that's good. Jensen says, you need to write a book called, who cares? Nobody cares about my struggle. <laughs> Nobody cares about it. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Nobody's ever cared about my struggling. Um, yeah, this was interesting. And I, just because I was you know, making fun of some of these guys earlier. And they really do. They have very low testosterone because they're very effeminate men. Do you know there's a study out here that has uh, correlated this? 
from 2021 suggested men with uh, higher levels of testosterone modulate generosity so that it's focused firmly on the in-group rather than the out-group. Friends, family, loved ones, they take you know ferociously good care of them and keep a really fucking close eye on everybody else they don't know. You know? Normal, healthy. A society of universal equality without borders might only work with low testosterone men. Well, if that's what we have to do, guys, I'm fine with that. We'll all go in one place. You, you all, all of the bag of milk guys can go elsewhere. We'll let the women choose where they want to go. And we'll everybody will just go their separate ways. And we'll see who has a civilization in 100 years. How, who's in? Who's in? Fucking Noah's Ark? Lame. I got a way better idea. Human party arc. All the cool people on this giant, huge boat, which is just going to be a colony ship. We're just going to sail around in the ocean and wait for them all to die. It won't take very long. Come back and then reclaim everything. And then uh, we'll just get back to work, you know? We'll just wait them out. So of all of the, all of the high-functioning, healthy, uh, strong, you know, high-testosterone, uh, we'll we will all leave society at the same time. Get on this giant party boat and say, <laughs> anybody, now, now those are all the men. Any of the females that want to come, now's your chance. And they all get on the boat. And then we cut the toy and we just sail away. And I think probably within uh, 90 days, everyone else will be dead, I think. So hunger, starvation, killings, cannibalism, all of that stuff. Um, mass suicides and, uh, and not being able to play. You know, the Xbox Live has gone down and no one can repair it. There's no... I did all the tech support. Yeah, but the power plants aren't being, you know, functioning anymore. It's all gone. All the oil workers are gone. All the coal, everybody's gone. <laughs> Society literally ends without the men who run it being there to run it. So, gee, I wonder why everything's falling apart. But anyway, I like that idea. I think that's what we need to do. Party arc, and then we'll just, Gary wants to drive the boat. Of course, Gary, you are the, it's, I, it, we were going to use your boat just to start with. You know, we, we're a fledgling business. It's a brand new concept. We can't, we, maybe we can take 10 people for now, but <laughs> we got who we got, all right? We don't have a large budget, all right? This isn't rebel news. I'm not grifting millions of dollars from seniors for, you know, traveling around to make propaganda for Israel. I don't, I don't get paid to do that, so I don't. I can't be buying, I can't be taking people on giant boat cruises. Some people can afford that somehow. <sighs> Donkey says, oh boy. Okay. When, when Christian walks and parts people like the Red Sea, it's because of how thick the lard is, and lard repels water, so it's science. Oh, really? So it's like gravity. You just can't... Ah! Because you're 80% water, right? And if she's more lard than water, on a cellular level, then it would repel... What about the water in her own body? Or does she doesn't use any? She's a snake, right? And they don't really drink water. Interesting theory. Donkey might be onto something. He might be a scientist. Keep an eye on him. We could use him in the future. Uh, okay, a couple more on Rumble, and then we'll go see what's going on, I guess. <laughs> Darth, Darth Wizzy says, Hillary, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Dad was the head of the Chicago Jewish Mafia. That's big time, way above Italian. That's true. Uh, the second part is, is she? that Her dad really? I don't know that if that's true. But yes, 
Yeah. I've never heard of Mickey Cohen. Exactly. You should have. The reason you didn't is because that's how successful they were. The biggest criminals in the world are the ones you never hear about. Smart criminals are not boasting and bragging and drawing attention to themselves being criminals. They're quietly getting away with everything all the time. That's a far superior, you know, method of criminal. If you're going to be a criminal, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to be like, I don't need a soul when I can just eat children, then I guess if you're going to go for gold, I mean, that's the smart way to do it. But the dumb way to do it is like shooting people in public and robbing liquor stores. And like, that's the dumbest version of criminal. So bottom, top, top, bottom. Then there's levels in between. Cigar? S-E-G-A-R. Cigar? Cigar. 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 Congratulations in your winnings. Enjoy your lawsuits. I will. I will enjoy them. I will. Julio says, Daglon, Bible story, Gary's Ark. Ah, basically, it's a big boat I brought. I just love using that voice. <laughs> I have a big boat and I brought it. I'm going to put everybody on this big boat. I'm going to fucking sail around, wait for them to starve to death. Probably only take a couple of weeks. They're all retarded. As soon as they run out of pizza deliveries, they'll starve. All right. What are we? We're doing war. We're war with the Chinese, are we? According to the general. That's good. You just murdered the army. Oh, right. Speaking of murder, this is a fucking crazy story that, I mean, the real victims of this whole fucking woke nonsense and and the general loss of everyone's minds are the victims' families who in any other time period would very likely have been given some kind of justice or at the very least the sympathy and support of their community. That doesn't happen anymore because we live in lunatic land where people like this piece of shit can just kill people and go, ah, it was an accident. And everyone's all oh, right. It probably was because he's black, I guess. Ice hockey player who accidentally killed opponent Adam Johnson with his boot blade is absolutely distraught and has been receiving vile messages from trolls on social media. <gasps> Oh, no, the guy that murdered somebody is getting nasty messages. That's awful. You don't know it's murder. It was an accident. Hockey is inherently dangerous. Well, let's watch the video. Let's watch the video. Because, I know, uh, I'm not a very good skater. I've played hockey. I'm I'm a fucking Canadian white man. All right? I've either spent way too much time on hockey or football or something. Hockey's a big one. Football's probably the second biggest one. Baseball is in there too. Um, so you know, there's certain ways to skate, and there's certain things that happen that are normal, and there's certain things that happen that are totally not normal, and that you don't do with your body unless you absolutely meant to do that. Uh, like this, for example. So this is the guy here. What does it say? Number? I can't tell his number. It's kind of grainy. It looks like 15. This guy right here. He's going to just straight up kill this guy right here. See, he's going to skate over, and I'll, I'll do this. We'll do this frame by fucking... Well, I'll play it first, and then I'll show you frame by frame. What's he do? Dude, pa Kicks him in the neck, severs his fucking carotid artery, and he dies. Um, I think he probably made that noise, too. pa So, here he is. You see how he's bending his knees? This is normal. 
You know, he's shifting his weight to the left because he wants to go in that direction. He's moving around this guy towards the guy, intentionally moving around him, lifts his feet foot off of the ice as he's skating in that direction. This would be like running down the road and going, oh, uh, and then turning around and punching someone in the face behind you and then kept running. Like, it was, I accidentally just did that. I don't know what happened. I lost total control of my body for some reason. Completely the a totally unnatural thing that makes no fucking sense when you're trying to skate or run or do anything. It's like, what happened? Well, I was, you're on there. I was sitting on the toilet and then I shot her. It was an accident. <laughs> what? I was just skating along here. And he lifts his left foot off the ground while he's leading in that direction, stabilizes himself with his right leg. You're fucking on skates, guy. So your ba- balance is the most important thing to have on skates. Yarmir Yager, watch fucking t- tapes of that guy skating around. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so he's now shifted his weight onto his right leg because he knows he's on one leg. Obviously, this is not a guy falling down. He's doing this on purpose. Now he's, so he can extend and just do a fucking sidekick. There's the blade right there. Right into this guy's face. There you go. Makes connection right with his neck. And down he goes. That's 100% intentional, man. And this guy is dead now. I believe he was like a farm league player for the Pittsburgh Penguins or something. And uh, there's a little more to this guy, too. Is this his name? Petgrave? Turns out uh, he's not a very nice guy. He's uh, he's accidental. He's been kicked out of two of the last four games for abuse of officials against, uh, I don't know know who these teams are, minor league, and and a spearing, another player. Spearing. Where's the stick? Watch this. I got a, I got a prop just for this. See? You think I was fucking lying? This is Canada, bitch. Everybody's got a hockey stick around, lying around somewhere. <laughs> when you spear someone, spearing is when your skate stick is down skating. You know what I'm going to do instead, skating at 50 miles a fucking hour? I'm going to take this, and I'm going to go, right into you with my fucking stick like a spear and maybe break your ribs crack your sternum I don't fucking know or you can use the other end maybe and yeah like that you just use it as a weapon to try and grievously hurt someone it is a it is a very dirty thing to do it's you get a five minute penalty for it you'll probably get kicked out of the game you might get fined you know it depends on how bad it was um and he's also the uh, the top penalty minute taker of the team 71 penalty minutes in 11 games. Um, so spearing and fighting, that's five minutes. He's played 11 games, and he's racked up 71 penalty minutes. So he's taken two major penalties a game. More, way more. Like, like, this guy's just getting kicked out of every game for attacking people, it sounds like. Um, and across the EIHL regular league as a whole, nobody comes close to penalty minutes in this tally. No, that's an insane amount of penalty minutes in 11 games. Is he just going out there double-handed people over the head? But, you know, the poor guy, he's getting, oh, no. Oh, are people being mean to him on the internet? Oh, my God, they're acting like he fucking did it on purpose. It very much looks like he did do it on purpose, yeah. And he should be, at a minimum, manslaughter. He meant to kick him with a skate which have knives on the bottom of them. That's how it works. You take, it's a piece of steel. 
Have you ever seen this done? You get your skate sharpened, you take it in, there's a fucking grinder. This guy's like sharpening swords. Oh, there you go, kid. And then you skate around with swords on your feet. And he's like, oh, you know what I'm going to do, man? And he fucking drives it into this kid's neck and kills him. And he's the victim now. Oh, okay. Sure. Okie doke, woke world. And, and imagine this kid's poor family, man. Now they're probably, oh, I can't believe why do you try to press charges? It was an accident. He killed my fucking son. Oh, no, he didn't fucking mean to. Oh, my God. This is why we have to tear down this fucking white patriarchy. And I'm an ally. I'm a fucking ally of the Bible. I feel really bad for that guy's family. And I think that's what's going to be forgotten about most. As always, everyone's going to focus on the nonsense. And this fucking guy, did he do it? Did he not do it? Did he mean to? And this is what we're talking about. He blatantly meant to kill him. He did it on purpose. Put him in prison. It's on fucking camera, dude. Bring in, bring in like five skating coaches. I'm not even good at skating. I'm just not blind. Have them be like, can you describe the body mechanics of this? Can you describe to the, uh, not the calisthenics. What's that? What are you taking university? Matty! A buddy of mine, Matt Patterson, he's taking all, what, kinesiology, I think, right? Something like that. One of those things. Get them to sit down and be like, does anybody ever accidentally, while they're skating, just be like, you know what would be cool? A fucking random sidekick right into this guy's neck. Is it? Can you describe how that would go? Like, or figure skater coaches, you know what I mean? Like, well, you'd have to totally shift your weight onto your right leg so that you'd maintain your balance enough to kick with your left leg and not fall down totally. Huh. Is this an involuntary action? Is this something that you could act? No, no, you would totally be... This is like accidentally doing push-ups. Like, how, what do you mean? You, I accidentally just... I was just walking, and then I just did a pull-up. It just happened. You sure you didn't see the bar and decide you're going to put your hands on it and pull your arms? No. No, it just they just shot up there and pulled me up on their own. Real, fucking really, did they? Jail, convicted, guilty, goodbye, life, prison, execution, electric chair. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you should get a fucking electric chair. I don't know. What else is going on? Art. Let's look at some art. Let's have a palate cleanser. Paul Watson's going to show. We're going to do art with Paul Watson. Public works of art just aren't what they used to be. Now we cross live to Vienna, Austria, to enjoy the grand opening of a fountain to celebrate 150 years of the city's spring water supply. Dope. I love fountains. That's not... God, they're calling it the Luxury Fountain. Wow, haven't seen luxury of this kind since the unveiling of Rome's Trevi Fountain in 1762. The cost of this monstrosity, 1.8 million euros. Bargain. It was created by the Gelatin Artist Group, who seemed to specialise in creating giant turds. No change here then. The fountain was built in just eight months. Wow, only eight months. Looks like a flat. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This is the world that where something like <laughs> we're trying to laugh and have a good time. I'm bringing up the murder again, <laughs> but something like that can happen. And these are the kinds of people you have to try and reason and talk with about what, ha why, what happened is not okay. Like, this is why I don't even bother half the time 
because you're talking to people that see this and go, oh, wow, that's amazing. And you, and then you, if your brain works, the correct response is, oh, shit, they're retarded. Oh, okay. And then you don't waste your time because do I have to fucking explain this? There's people that think this is good. A lot of people think this is good. They're on juries. They vote. Yeah, it's going well. It's going well. All right. Let's see, Paul. I'm sure it gets better. I'm sure there's an explanation. Class of school kids threw it together in one afternoon. What on earth were the artist group doing for the rest of the time? Getting drunk? If you've been watching my videos for a while, you already know that Tej Hanley simplifies the whole process of taking care of your skin by providing the essentials every Oh, he put a fucking advertisement in the middle of it. Paul, how dare you? I did not watch this before. He's still selling me something. He's still selling something. He's still selling me something? Oh my god, it's half the video. I don't like this grifter angle, Paul. I don't like this. Yeah, play my song again. Go back to the song. Description to get started today. Fountain was controversial and there was even a signature campaign against it. Couldn't possibly fathom why people would dislike it so much. Perhaps they're I love just it. not cultured and sophisticated enough. Yeah. Fountains in 1902, fountains in 2023. And for a modern comparison, take a look at what Hungary just built in the last few years. This is the Royal Guard House. And if you can believe it, it was recently built in the last few years. The stonework is exceptional, the finish is of a quality that people only expect of a I'm so fucking jealous. <sighs> yeah, it's very nice. Great fucking job. Good for you. I get to live in the fucking serial killer nightmare fountain town. Or building. Which means that this is an example to not only Hungary, but all of Europe, that it can be done. Reject modernity. Embrace tradition. I like where he's going with that. See, we can still build fucking nice shit if we cared. All right, Hungary, I'll allow it. <laughs> that was sweet. I want to see more stuff like that. That's brand new. It looks like it's 200 years old. Hopefully it doesn't get destroyed by the Russians. I think Hungary will probably remain uh, out of the way of that. But uh, yeah, the Russians have raised a massive army. So that's something to, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Chucky's Extremist Circus says, next time you light up and take a drag, don't ash. It preserves the flavor. It was getting huge. I don't want it to fall on my clothes. Now they're telling me how to smoke cigars. Jesus. You're not killing yourself right. <laughs> You're supposed to put cyanide in it. Uh, Scar Diddley says, Killary, where's those pantsuits like Dr. Evil? Anyone else notice that? It kind of even talks like Dr. Evil. By the way, longest banning ever. I'm still here. Longest banning ever. You were banned? I've never banned anyone on this channel, I don't think. I don't think I know how. Can I? Can you even do You didn't even be able to do that. Mute for five minutes forever. Oh, you can. Okay, you can now. Now I'm going to ban every. I'm going to fucking... I can ban people forever now from Rumble. Nobody's safe. Nobody will ever be safe again. Uh, Mark Miller is in. I'm assuming he means the party boat. And uh, Ryan G. What's up, man? Thank you very much. All right. What's going on? Holy fuck, there's still a lot of people using YouTube. How dare you? How dare all of you make arsenic great again? No. 
Unless... No! No arsenic. How is the... Uh, it doesn't seem to be lagging or anything. Hey, this internet connection is holding up well. That's good. Well done. That's good. Uh, let, let's see. Holy shit. <laughs> I We've been blessed. Somebody play the royal fucking... Ga King Mahabuli himself, as all Canadians will know, especially, especially the Apple people. They're a very big... We fucking know very well about King Mahabuli and his wisdom and his ways of... I don't know. It's not shitting in toilets, probably. I don't know. Looking forward to waving at the soy boy half men from Jeremy's party arc, Pussy Cruise. That's not... It's like an escape shuttle that also comes back to the ship, right? That's really what. That's really what's going on. But I also assume, listen, we don't have enough population. We need more people. Um, and there's not going to be a lot to do as we float around. So I'm just putting two and two together. I mean, if there's... A lot of people are going to come back pregnant, is what I'm saying. It's just what happens, all right? You can't just put all these fucking high testosterone, thirsty women and the fuck men and women in the same fucking place. It's, oh, just sail around in a boat for fucking six months. Oh, yeah, no, what will be fine. Ferry's in charge of that aspect. He's, he's very big into eugenics now, and uh, <laughs> we discovered that yesterday. He's going he's gonna to go oversee the Uber Mention program, all right? So report to him if you are uh, so inclined for genetic screening to make sure you're fucking up, up to the task. All right, King Mahabuli. He says, hoping that the Agalon Bible stories include Dick 69 <laughs> banging five girls at once while steering shekels for Philip. Philip could probably pull that off. I don't know about Dick 69. He's just, I don't know. Two at once. Two for sure. I think I can see that. Five's. I don't know, Phil. You know, it's a, it's a it's a big number. I don't. He's not impressed. Oh, it's it skipped back to the bottom again. Shotgun Candy says, "Husband took me to my first hockey game on the same day, and had a great time." What was a freak accent is now stupid n-word aggression. You can't change my mind. What was a? It's definitely not a freak accident. I'm telling you, he 100% did that on purpose. He took you to a hockey game. Have you played in hockey games? I've played hockey games. I've skated and I've you know you don't. Whoops! <laughs> I can kicked in the face. Total side kicked in the face with one leg firmly planted, balancing my body perfectly, so I can deliver this fucking shot to a guy's neck. I whoops. Uh, Dean Murdoch, what's up? He says he missed his first hit on the first guy. I heard that too. I didn't even see that video. I don't know if that's out there, but he missed this first hit on the first guy and then straight up karate. Oh, that's the same. Uh, it looked like he got out of the way of the guy to fucking do it. Um, kicked his buddy in the throat. The league is in England. Oh, okay. I have a buddy that plays in it there in Scotland. Yeah, the guy that died was, uh, I saw this picture of him. He had a Penguins jersey on, so he must have been a draft pick or something. Or like a, you know. Uh, Jacob Powell says, hello, Jeremiah. Question, if you had a guy stabbing the dark, how bad do you think inflation's going to get until these insects pull out a big stick? Seriously? <laughs> Thinking about ripping a big loan and dumping it into gold. I, uh... I, I I didn't do this, but I thought of it. Because Scotiabank was like, we, you're not allowed to have bank account anymore. We're not allowed... And I was like, fine. And they send you they send you a breakup letter. They're like, we're telling you that we no longer have a banking relationship. That's what it says. We are 
terminating blah, 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 and we no longer have a banking relationship. So I'm like, okay, when does this happen? August 31st. What happens if on August like 27th, I just max out my $20,000 line of credit and refuse to pay it back when the banking relationship has ended? Because, I mean, you ended it, not me. And uh, you agreed to loan me the money. You should have not given it to me. It's your fault, right? You should have turned the accounts off and you didn't. You just, I could have a whole time. I could have just, and I didn't, but I, you know, part of me was like, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't confident enough in my fraud ability. To, I'm like, is that illegal? Can they get me for, I don't know. I don't know. But somebody else, somebody a little braver might look at that and go, I know what the fine print says. Yeah. And I'm getting away with it. I don't know. Um, I, I would, if you could afford to get some, I would. I wouldn't dump everything into it, but like what you can afford to, like it's not going to keep you up at night. I yeah, I, gold is over. Is it two thousand dollars U.S. a coin now? It was like five hundred bucks not that long ago, and that represents the the rate at which the dollar is devaluing. Not the now, gold's not getting more valuable. Money's becoming less valuable, so you need more of it to buy gold. That's that's what's that's what's going on. So that's why people do that. They buy gold as what's called a hedge, like a a barrier against going poor entirely because if you have some of your money in gold, you have some of it in real estate, you have some of it here. That's why they call it diversification. Um, so if something happens in the, because the markets are in flux, always chaos, wars, crazy shit happens and you can lose, if you have everything in one spot and it goes up, you lose everything. If you have all your money in cash and the U S dollar goes to shit, uh, hyperinflation, you lose everything. Uh, if you have all of it in Bitcoin, it, it, you see what I'm saying? So, I'm a big fan of that approach. That's just how my brain works. I'm that kind of guy. I don't like to go all... I, I'm, I'm like, I'll be everywhere at once in as many different things. And uh, the odds of them all getting wiped out are, <laughs> you know, especially at once are like very, just basically zero. So at least you'll buy yourself time and you won't go fucking... You might lose 10 or 20% of your uh, uh, whatever you've got instead of all of it overnight and then go... Which you don't want to be, you know... So it's bet. Would, would you rather go? Oh fuck! I lost twenty percent of my fucking buying power. Or uh, I'm going to the, I'm going to the store, and you just don't ever come back. You just jump off a bridge. <laughs> so I don't know. I would try to get a little. Try to do everything if you can, as much as you can. Be everywhere as much as you can. Like with uh, the reverse of the all the eggs in one basket approach. When when times in times like this, when everything's nothing is certain, I think it's just. Have as many boats to jump, like have as many parachutes as you can afford. Is what I guess is probably a better way to say it. Uh, Wallbanger says gelatin are the dudes that were in the twin towers right before nine eleven. What are you saying? They were in the what? Is that real or are you just making jokes? I don't know. <laughs> the world's so crazy now that could be true. I don't know. That could be totally true. That could it's totally possible. Uh, Donkey says, oh now we're what is this? He said he's not Turkish. I got it wrong last time. Well, what is this? A. Magyarorsag van Kreativitasa. Kreativitasa. Meet nines bevandorlas. Is it Greek? I don't fucking... I barely speak English, man. Man of the Mountain says, what's the latest with Queen Dual Dildo? I don't know. We never, we never found out. There hasn't been an update. Either she's captured the entire town and is holding them hostage and no one has heard from anyone in in Richmond 
Saskatchewan, or maybe they have, I don't know what's going on. There could be a whole military operation going on right there. There could be a whole dome around it. No one's allowed in. No one's allowed in. Has anybody heard from anyone in that town? When the last thing you remember is a strange woman declaring herself queen of the fucking world rolls into your town with a bunch of middle-aged drug-addicted boomers that are uh, completely out of their mind on fucking QAnon posts. Uh, you know, things things can probably go probably can get weird in a hurry. You know, I'm worried about those people. I think we need to send a... We, we, can we send someone? Should we send an envoy? Should someone go investigate? Is anybody nearby? Don't get too close. Don't t- don't put your life at risk. She is a very powerful queen. She does have a she does have a 1990s RV. We don't. It could explode at any time. It could be rigged to blow, guys. You, you may not be. Don't get. Some guys actually. Uh, when she was in Nova Scotia, they put the fucking they tagged her fucking bus with stickers. <laughs> I wonder how long it was on there before she took them off. I hope it was days. Don't you fucking come to my town and expect not to get graffitied. Um. Uh, Shotgun Candy has never played hockey. I'm bloody well English. Oh, English people are, yeah, not known for hockey. <laughs> didn't we know, didn't know we had our own league though. Yeah, they're all over. This Japan has a league. Like there's, the European league is fairly competitive though. Um, don't know, not as, not as much as the NHL, but it's probably the next, I think the NHL and then the next one down is like the European league. And then uh, the Russian league is fairly competitive too. Uh, didn't know we had our own league. All the players or American or Canadian, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, the ones that are just not quite good enough to get to the NHL, they play in these... And they make good money, man. They're fucking probably making... Some of these guys in these smaller leagues are 500K, you know, 250 grand a season. To fucking play a game? Are you kidding me? Acting like, oh, you never made it to the NHL. It's like, I fucking lived in Switzerland. I only had sex with supermodels for 20 years, and I made $28 million. Oh, yep. Whoa. Oh, no. Poor, poor fucking guy that didn't get drafted in the NHL. He was only good enough to play in the fucking Swiss Elite League. Oh, shitty. <laughs> or, yeah, it sounds like hell. Yeah, it's terrible. Or the fucking German Elite League or any of these other leagues where they fucking... They're just getting paid pretty well, like 150 grand, 200 grand. Some of their good players, right? Um, and then the other, like in, in Russia and stuff, they're, they're making millions too. In the EHL, they're probably getting up there too. Um, and to do what, right? Like to play to play a kid's game for fun we just have fun all the time like that's pretty that's a pretty great life i would have to say if you were especially you liked playing hockey if you're like this is great i just do what i want to do i just play games all the time we <laughs> hey look a busload of women we yeah being a hockey player is terrible poor guys i hope they need i hope they should get a raise they should they probably don't make enough money we should spend millions of dollars to go watch them kick a kick a puck around that's that's a good idea the Maple Leafs should charge $5,000. Oh, they do charge $5,000 a seat sometimes? Wow. That's insane. That's a fucking priority problem right there. Why are we spending so much money on these people? Who cares this much? Why are they worth this much money? It's a fucking kid's game. But uh, our priorities are all out of whack and the world's fall apart. That's why. King Mahabuli is back. He says, for a fun time, read Section 21 of the Banking Act. <laughs> well, I know one thing. When I'm up for a good time... We, it's fucking, we, we dig out the banking act, right, Morgan, the banking act, we get the fucking banking act out, fucking lock the doors, section 21, CBC forgot to report all banks are to end operations, June 30th, 2025, Jacob Powell is right, we need gold and silver to trade when all this goes tits up, 
banks are to end operations? I saw somebody talking about in what regard, operations regarding what? Totally? Uh, some specific form of derivative trade, some kind of, like, it could mean a million things. Like, this document you're probably talking about is probably a thousand pages long. Um, but yeah, you, uh, the, the fiat currency is definitely on its last legs. That's, that could happen. That could start any day. They're printing money like they're trying to go broke. If they were trying to do it on purpose, I couldn't think of a way to do it better than they're doing it. Uh, and, of course, the best way to go broke is to fight a massive war that you can't afford, borrow tremendously against that war, uh, against your own you know, country, and then when the debt comes due, you're completely broke and you have to sell everything off and everyone loses everything. And yeah, that's what they're doing. So that's good. Uh, donkey again. I'm not... Oh, it's Hungarian. Why? Well, didn't I say that before and you said no? He says, Putin sends his regards for your success. <laughs> right. Tell me he has to start paying me in rubles. I don't want any more of this US dollar stuff. I think it's going down. I don't want any weak-ass currency. I want currency that's backed by gold. I want rubles! Tell Putin I want my rubles. Are you threatening me? No, 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 I wasn't. I was saying I I want them, as in, like, I'm really looking forward to getting them because I know that you'll do that because you are you guys are very fair and reasonable and nice. And you smell great. What kind of cologne is that? Uh, Chechen assassin? Is that uh, what are you... <laughs> Never tell you the guys when I, I, I drank with these Russian gangsters in a bar in Cyprus, and by bar I mean strip club. Uh, that was a time. <laughs> I mean, a couple of guys were there. When we get back, when you when you leave Afghanistan or, or Iraq or whatever, there's always a kind of a cooling off period, and they find the guys and they put you somewhere for like a week and just say, you know, go get it out of your system. And they fucking we were animals, dude. It, we were throwing TVs out of fucking hotel windows into the pool, and I mean, not me specifically, but we as a unit, we were very poorly behaved. Um, guys are pissing in the pool, blackout drunk at one o'clock in the afternoon. There's families there. <laughs> it's terrible. These British families were still in this hotel in Cyprus. I remember coming downstairs. Looking for food at like probably eleven o'clock in the morning, woke hung over, like <sighs> walking down there. And uh there's just this woman with her kids in the lobby, and she's just screaming at the lobby guy. And I remember I walk around the corner and she's like, and they're pissing in the pool right now. He's out there in front of his kids with his cock out and he's pissing in the pool. And I'm like, <laughs> that's probably Richie. <laughs> I never did find out who it was, but uh, yeah. And we're just ordering. It was it was mayhem for like four days. It was insane. And uh, uh, when you first get there, they tell you there's a whole briefing, and they say, uh, you know, welcome to Cyprus. This is a country, and blah, blah, blah. Greece is over there. Turkey. One time they were like, fuck you, no, fuck you, give me the land. Anyway, uh, we're on the Greek side, I think, or yeah, and uh, just. Don't break too much shit. Uh, try not to kill anybody. Uh, if you get in trouble, try to get away. If you don't get away, call this number. We'll fucking probably bail you out, but depending on how bad it was what you did or not, but, you know, probably we've seen worse, most likely. This is like your 20th time doing this. <laughs> There's a fucking staff there, that, and they told us, we've already been kicked out of every other hotel in Cyprus, guys. This whole country, this is no, there's nowhere else for us to go after we get kicked out of it. And he said, after we do, because... He knew it was going to come. The Canadian military had already been kicked out of every other resort and place. So, like, you cannot bring them back here ever again. So we're like, oh yeah, sure. And then uh, it was like they put up a big map, 
And he's like, all right, here's the island. Here's the city. Here's where you are. Here's the here's where you're going to be staying. Here, you know, uh, here's some landmarks. Don't go here. Don't go. And here's places not to go. And we all lean in. This is the Russian-controlled part of town. You don't want to go there because it's Russian mob turf. All right, guys? It's all strip clubs and underground gambling places and fucking probably dog fighting and I don't know. Prostitution. Fucking drugs. crazy stuff you don't want to go there man and he's talking to a room full of 20 year olds that just got out of a fucking six and a half seven month fucking war tour (laughs) that's the first place we went that's the first place we went dude oh man and we fucking were there drinking a lot well not even a lot but we had like five or six drinks and they weren't charging us for anything and i was like I mean, I assume they'll come by with a bill, maybe? Or we pay when we leave? or I don't know. So we're there drinking and, uh, and, you know, hanging on for about an hour. About 45 minutes to an hour. And then these two very large Russian men (laughs) come. And they've got these big coats on, like right out of a fucking movie. And they sit down at the table. And they're just one guy smoking. And we're like, hi, you know? And they're like, you'll pay. Like they're like, you have money, you pay. We're like, yeah, oh, we've got money. We've got money. Oh yeah, we've got lots of money. Don't don't worry. And they're like, good, good. And they're like, what are you what are you guys doing here anyway? Who are who the fuck what is this? And we were like, uh, oh, we're in the military. We were we just left Afghanistan. And this guy goes, Afghanistan? I was in Afghanistan! 1986! <laughs> or whatever fucking year. So what did he say? It was in the he said 80 something. His name was Igor, and he was a tank driver in the Soviet army in Afghanistan, and now we're getting fucked up with these Russian gang members who are also ex-soldiers from the Soviet <laughs> And we got wrecked with these guys. It was crazy. And then we ran away from them because we got scared. We thought they were going to kill us. We didn't know what was going to happen. They're like, no, you come to our house. And we're like, no, we're not. We don't need to go to our house. We went, we, they took us to this house and it was clearly like this gang flop house. It wasn't like, there wasn't pictures of Igor's family. It was an empty, barely furnished house. There's people there. Some of them are passed out. This guy's doing drugs over here. We're like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely guns around. I didn't stay long, you know? And they were like, yeah, we'll just fucking take, wait here a minute. There's somebody that wants to meet you guys. And we're like, oh yeah. So we fucking, dude, let's get the fuck out of here. We jumped out of fucking window. <laughs> this other guy and we're just running down the greek countryside at like 5 30 in the morning jumping over fences there's fucking people starting their day eating breakfast going what the fuck Ah, ah, ah." the sun's coming up we fucking ran for like it had to be 10 kilometers i lost track of the other guy i was with and met him back at the hotel all i remembered was the hotel was downhill and we went uphill to this wherever we went fucking one eye open drunk where are we going fucking Russia man Woo! brilliant you know running downhill and I get to the fucking there's a main strip right there in the city and all these hotels are right up along the beach and I was like there it is and it was like two kilometers right there there's a big sign I recognize this ran all the way and I had flat bar shoes on I didn't have running shoes on these were like flat brown shoes my feet were fucked for days after that my, le- my calves hurt I could barely walk I was all fucked up Get back to the hotel. There's the other guy. He's already sitting there and he's still drinking. (laughs) That was one of the nights I had in Cyprus. So 
Anyway, I don't know where that came from or why that had to be told just now. Something about banks going broke. (laughs) Hey, friends with Russian mobsters, that's a currency. I could always try and get a... He's probably dead. I mean, Igor, he didn't look good. You know, he was... I couldn't really tell how old he was. He looked like he had to be pushing 50. I mean, he was getting up there. He was, was, you know, and he, he, you know, when wood is just really dried out, it's been laying there in a wood pile for a long time. I'm a wood pile expert now. I've lived amongst the wood. I'm one of them now. I've learned their ways and I've, you know, I've learned their customs. And when they're really all just, when it's really dried out, that's what he, that's what his face looked like. I was like, I, yeah, he was, he was a character. I always wonder, like, whatever happened to that guy? He had, like, some kind of submachine gun under his coat, too. I didn't, like, he's just casually wearing a Mac-10 or whatever the fuck it was. (laughs) He didn't show us one, but I saw it. I'm like, just scenes of Terminator 1 flash through my, he just gets up and kills us all in this freaking weird nightclub in some European fucking stripper hole. Like, I I don't know, I don't know. They thought it was a good idea to leave a bunch of 20-year-old guys unsupervised with too much money and, not, and time to kill and a fucking con- totally... I don't know how nobody died. My friend, another buddy of mine, Mitch, we were doing similar things another night and uh, running around town and we were just walking down the street and we lost track of this guy. I don't know where he'd been and he was just power... He hasn't you know, drank in 10 years either, I think now. Quite a long time. Very proud of him. He's a great man. And uh, <laughs> especially for this... We were uh, standing on the side of the street, and there was these girls at this table. And they were kind of cute, so we were talking to them. And then there was this guy that was, apparently he had been in the bathroom or something. And he was fucking huge. He was huge. He was like uh, Batista, but he was Scottish. He was Scottish Batista, like from wrestling. And he was wearing a Scottish flag as a cape, uh, board shorts, and nothing on his feet at all. And he just fucking strolls out, bald, completely bald. And he's like yelling at us in Scottish, fucking. I like cracking your fucking pansy, bitch. I'll crack your fucking skull, you fucking. And we're like, we're fucking. We're, we're kind of like giving it to him because we're still all full of. We're fucking. We're like a bunch of hyenas. We're like, there's five of us and one of him. Like, we're fucking killed. And out of nowhere, Mitch comes out from behind him, like mid sprint. He'd been running from somewhere else. Had seen in his periphery that something was going on. Probably recognized us. Saw this guy, and he. Walk, runs right up next to the Scotch guy, grabs the table with both hands and goes, ha and just tosses the table. All of their drinks and food goes flying, and he just runs away. And then we had to run away. And then later in the evening, that guy cornered us again. He's like, where's your outrageous friend? He was all mad. We're like, I don't know. We don't even know that guy. The Scottish guy ended up being cool later, but for a minute, we thought we were going to die from Scottish Batista. He was just going to fucking double choke slam us into the street. It was funny. The other four guys that were with me were all like similar sized guys. We're all like medium to small sized guys, but there was five of us. You know, we're fucking, you know, like this. So that's how we survived as pack animals. We just went around like a pack of fucking small, angry dogs, you know, chewing on what we could get, what was left. Oh, I remember the look on his face. He was so drunk. Ha <laughs> ha! And he just flipped the Everybody in the restaurant was like, why? And he just ran away. They were probably really tired of this. The whole city is probably like, it's been like fucking four straight summers of this. 
I was there. It was August of 2007. The war really got crazy in 2006. So for like two straight years, there's just everybody that goes to Cyprus to relax gets confronted with, oh, rampaging, drunken, half-naked, out-of-their-minds Canadian men. That's fucking great. We'll go. I know. We'll go to this this resort on the very furthest tip of the island nobody it's usually empty it's like one of the shittiest ones there won't even be anybody there they won't go to that that's the one the canadians are in fuck that's why it was so cheap and we fucking ruined a lot of families vacations um caused a lot of damages it was great it was awesome <laughs> 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 i'm assuming there's some kind of statute of limitations this was like 20 years ago almost now so i don't think they can arrest me for anything now it's unclassified. The Cypress files are being declassified, boys. Watch out. Watch out. I'm declassifying them. <laughs> I just remembered, I think, oh, my God. I don't even know what happened. Like, you can't help but laugh about it because it's so insane. But at the same time, it's like, I think I watched a guy. His name is Kevin. I think he killed a woman. Punched her right in the face. She was fucking climbing at him and clawing at him to like get in this. She was trying to steal his cab, and he's not like the happiest guy. And uh, yeah, he just fucking dummied her right there in the street. And we were like, and she didn't move. She's <laughs> he got in the cab and drove away. Uh, so you know, there's no supervision, endless alcohol, and uh, too much money. Just left a war zone. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. We need adults. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just the way it has to be. She's probably fine. It was a while ago. Um, Jacob says, you heard it here first. Through the will of brother Jeremiah, shall you all rip massive bank loans and invest in gold? As we speak, Medulla Oblongata wishes you well. Gold would at least be safer than Bitcoin. I've seen guys do that with Bitcoin and, and like cash out everything, put it up, but it's so volatile. It can go. Uh, gold's not going to go to zero. And even if you lose money, you're not going to lose that much. You might, if you're like, ah, shit, never mind, take all this gold and trade it back to cash, you might lose 15%. You know, which could be a lot. If you had a million dollars, you've lost $150,000. But like, is that. You know, it's kind of like a cost of like, well, it's, you know, I was trying to protect my investment. And, uh, I thought it was maybe better than leaving it in cash and well, it didn't turn out that way. It's like, well, 15% is a learning experience and 100% is suicide, you know? So uh, I would, if I, I don't recommend, you know, <laughs> ripping out all your lines of credit and investing it in gold coins. At least if you're going to, if you're going to do it, get real coins, okay? Um, I wouldn't recommend doing that, but it, I've seen crazier things like Bitcoin. I've seen people do like $100,000 line of credit into Bitcoin and like it didn't go well, you know, because it was like you bought it at the top, bro. When strippers are telling you to buy Bitcoin, it's time to shut her down. It's time to back away. The fucking oven is hot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get it, get out. Century 2020 says a little something for the for the OR milkshake fund. OR milkshake fund. Check the OR. You like it so far. We love the OR. I can never... That, was that song even ever good? Why does everyone remember it? I don't understand. I think it's MK Ultra. Scar Diddley says, Could I be any more banned? Chandler Bing drowned in his bathtub. Sounds fishy. It's in a hot tub. We talked about that earlier. 
It was actually a hot tub. Revan, uh, Revan has subscribed to the channel. Thank you very much, man. And uh, all right, yeah, they're teaching me how to how to smoke cigars properly. Apparently, I'm doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Look, we're almost two hours in already. See, this isn't so bad. I was so nervous. I'm in a different place, and the screens are on a different side, and I don't know. I don't know. Throws off my confidence. <sighs> I'm just I'm just buying time because I don't want to look at any of this anymore. <laughs> this is all trash. Yes, war is good. Oh yeah, Russia's got a huge army now, like a million soldiers. That's crazy. I wonder what they're going to do with that. Probably nothing. Um, oh, this is fun. For no reason. He's back! And he's doing his best impersonation of Joseph Goebbels' genetic defects and all. I'm David Hogg! I say get rid of all guns forever! My father's in the FBI! Don't worry about it! Uh-huh. Why Why don't they feed you, David Hogg? How are you this... What are you, like 23 now? Why are you eating? Everyone in America is obese and you're starving. Why? What is this? Are you a slave? Is David Hogg a slave? Is this against his will? Does he know he looks like this? Harvard educated David Hogg. Oh, that's the racist school now, remember? The rich Jew guy took all his money away because now they fucking they're not clapping for dead babies. I fucking take it all back. Believes just because he went to an elite university. <laughs> yeah. He is the voice of reason when it comes to the Second Amendment. Of course he is. He's a fucking expert on violence. This guy. If there needs to be somebody to chime in on when and when violence is and is not necessary and how it works in the world that we are like bro you're you're not even old enough to have an opinion yet let alone be the opinion or the expert what does that even say i can't stop looking at that face. what is wrong with his face his teeth look fake is he a drone i don't know <laughs> we will never end gun violence until white until white woman okay What a creative name. David Hogg, 111. Orange Square. Oh, good. That probably means something pointless. We will never end gun violence until white woman. Who is it, David Hogg? Tell us who the white woman is. Is it Rosie O'Donnell? No, it's it's fucking... Uh... <sighs> it's Roseanne, isn't it? It's Roseanne Barr. We will never end gun violence until Roseanne Barr in the suburbs stops voting for the Republicans who are endangering our schools and communities by flooding them with guns. Yes, that is what they're doing. Every child must have a machine gun. That is a very well-known platform of the Republican Party. They get them when they sign up. At six years old, you're given an M60 machine gun uh, with a broken sear, so it just shoots automatically all the time. It, it could go off at any time. It's made that way on purpose because we like we like the chaos of it, David. We want to see... You know, as many dead people as possible because it thrills us, to be honest. We're really all, we're just, it's about the blood for us. It's what it's about. Um, that, I mean, this is an insane thing to say. This is what a mentally ill, crazy person says. Gun violence because white, it means women, I think, or maybe he just means one specifically. 
I mean, I don't think we're dealing with the genetic lottery winner here. I don't, I don't know if this is, is that a statue? Is this a Greek statue? Is this a Roman statue? I don't, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the glory, David. You're not inspiring me, David. David, why don't you come to work once in a while? Why don't you fucking eat something, David? Um, all right, because this bizarre fucking stuff. I didn't even touch this because, uh, like, why anymore? It's impossible to know what's true anymore, especially about things like this. Bunch of people got shot by somebody. The person they're saying that's did it conveniently was found dead again. And I, I saw this multiple times. He was found with two gunshot wounds to the head. He must have committed suicide. That's what it said in the news. And the author was someone named Anita Behole. I see. Well, all right then. And uh, all right, case closed, I guess. This just so happened to happen on the, you know, eve of the invasion of Gaza, which is not going well at all. <sighs> anyway. Let's look at where the gun violence is being committed. Yeah, I don't think he's going to respond to that. We just went from it's the guns to it's the white women in the suburbs. That escalated quickly. Stupid white women wanting to be allowed to protect themselves. Bigot. See, what's really going on here, I suspect, what is this orange square? Mm. This is some kind of solidarity thing, I'm sure. Is there more of them? Samuel Schwartz, yeah, they're orange square. See, there's people, so they're doing some kind of SJW thing. Uh, the popular, the powerful lobby of the way things are supposed to be, uh, it hates white people very much. So what David is doing instinctively as a uh, herd animal, as a prey animal that he is, he's pandering to the power structure so that he, you know, gets, he, he wants, he wants some of this. He wants to say, good boy, David. You can have a network TV show, David. Hey, would you like 100,000 more followers, David? That's what he's trying to do. If he knows it or not, subconsciously, this is uh, that's what he's doing. Did they lose the page? Yeah. That's what a lot of people are doing because they're weak, uh, you know, they're prey animals. They're, uh, they don't believe anything they're saying. They don't know anything about anything they're saying. They're being an emotionally, they're emotionally manipulated into, into supporting this, that, or the other thing. And they do that because that's what they've always done their whole lives since birth, since they went to school. Someone told them what to do and they did it. Someone told them how something was and they believed it. That's the kind of people they are. They're not going to change. Stop counting on that. Find the people that don't think like that and then work together with them. That's how you get things done. Ignore ignore the... Uh, they're, they're, they're NPCs. They're just... Bleep, 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 taxes. Oh, no, I'm fat. My back hurts. Better get a booster. Oh, I'm dying. It would have been worse if I wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Like, you know... You don't even know what you're talking about. 
You're just trying to fucking fit in with the other animals and fucking not get killed by what goes bump in the night. And a lot of things seem to be going bump in the night lately. Everybody's afraid. Everybody's triggered. Everybody's upset. Everybody's worried. Everybody's paranoid. Everybody's a fed. Everything's a psyop. So you're all getting the case. Somebody rattled the cage and all the little budgie birds started freaking the fuck out. Every- oh, Kurthing, Kurthing, not me, not me. I obey. I'm good. BLM, whatever it is. Yay, yay. Bomb them. Kill them. Send money. I love it. Anything. I'll bend over. I'll let you fuck me. Yeah, I know. We know that. That's very clear. Good job. Good job, slave boy. Very good. Very good. Good for you. Keeping the world a safer place by making sure communists have more power to kill. I, I mean, I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being that brave. Um, why is this work? Is this working? It is. <laughs> um, Donkey says, if you want your rubles, you'll have to read the following sentence. Is if it's Hungarian, I can't do it. Is are these Russian? No. An Iggy Kurva Vagyuk. I don't know what any of that means. And upon landing in Moscow, you will get your account. I don't. I have to come to Moscow now. That that this wasn't the deal, Putin. This wasn't the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. Century twenty twenty says a little. I, I read this one already. Um, <laughs> and King Maha, who is this? Everybody changed their names a while ago. Now I don't know who anybody is anymore. Uh, King Mahabuli says, as long as you're ruining holidays, at least they were British. The idea of upper class snobby Brits shielding their children's eyes from Corporal Bloggins vomiting into a potted plant is quite satisfying. (laughs) That's such a stereotypical. That's like something you'd see in a movie, right? Just these like drunk, out of control, like half dressed soldiers that are like, sorry, I, I threw up there. They're all just floating around in the pool naked. Hey, what's up? Like, they just don't care. Like, you can't come from a place like that and then all of a sudden give a shit because Karen... I don't care, Karen. I just beat death. I just cheated death, Karen. Oh, no. Are you offended? I'm literally... My dick is literally out right now. I care that little. Call the cops. <laughs> you know? Cyprus was nuts. We. Sh- I mean... Someone should make books about that. That... There's an idea. I copyright patent pending. V for F, this is what we do. You guys want to make money? Here's how we make money. We commission a book called The Cypress Files Declassified, and we get all the guys that we know together and just get the craziest Cypress, because there are some fucking doozies, and get them together, and we'll just like change the, the names of these men have been, have been changed to protect their identities from, well, obvious backlash, because some of this stuff is pretty fucked up. Some of it's pretty crazy. That guy peed on him while he was sleeping. You know, I mean, just great. And then you sell, and you sell that, and you take the money, and you and you use it to fucking fund the the war effort. That's what you do. We have to create stuff. We have to make things that people want and have value in it, and then they'll, uh, you know, they'll pay for it. And then uh, you know, you you accrue more cultural and you know monetary power that way. Make shit, build shit, do stuff. Don't just sit around. Anyway, that's what we should do, guys. <laughs> the, the, the declassified Cypress files. The book no one wants released. <laughs> Where's... 
Oh, oh, what? Oh, no. All right, I'm gonna do this again. If I can find the right one. Is this the right one? It is. Good. This is this is a sample. This is just a sample chapter of the of the product. As the plane landed on the tarmac, already dost thine eyes deceiveth me. Every last nursing student, nurse, and retired bedmaiden of the age awaited to f to see. To see penises, yes. But it was for a urine test and to expect them for sexually transmitted diseases and potentially use of extremely dangerous narcotics. That didn't happen, but it probably should have happened. <laughs> probably should have been a fucking medical parade right there. All right, you guys back? Okay, one at a time. Line up, piss test, and uh, let's make sure you didn't catch any kind of fucking crazy Russian diseases or God knows whatever the fuck. They probably should have. You know? <laughs> Chapter six. <laughs> Tales of the nether regions. The dark world of what these maniacs get up to. Let's be like, that's not true. They're very honorable, upright, thinking, no. <laughs> I'm just honest. <laughs> uh, you ever see, ever see those guys on uh, Vet TV in the United States? They're very honest, too. I like them a lot. You know, they're very upfront about who they are, and uh, nobody's pretending. Nobody's pretending over there. There's a certain kind of guy that, you know, runs in those circles in these kinds of jobs and places, and, you know, just tell them, you know. <laughs> They're animals. You want them to kill people. What do you think? They're going to be fucking... Oh, yeah, so we'll all tuck in our shirts and we'll be in bed at 9 p.m. sharp. So we'll be up and, and time for the morning sun. We can read our Bibles. <laughs> They're 19 and they just carried a machine gun and they fucking shot like 70 people. Uh, you know, he's going to be he's going to be a certain way of a kind of a person. Probably, probably for a long time, if not forever now, okay? He's probably going to have very little time for bullshit ever again. All of his bullshit enduring time, that was all spent up in like six months. So he doesn't have any patience anymore. That's all gone forever. Um, uh, very desensitized too. Very unfeeling. A lot of, will say and do things that other people find offen immensely offensive and he'll just be like, it's why it's literally what happened. I don't, I don't understand why you're upset. I, that is what you, that is what happened. So, <laughs> you know, uh, a little rough around the edges, you know, sometimes, but uh, we get along well together. Leave us alone. Let us live in our Unabomber cabins in the woods. Why do you think they're out there? Why do you think Rambo went out there? You know? Uh, Kyra says, towards the Cypress book, I'm donating the first copy to Dawn. <laughs> and let's fucking be clear, too. There's women soldiers in the military, all right? And I've had female friends. They're fucking just as bad, dude. They have different methods of fuckery and shenanigans. But they're just as bad. They get up to just as much nonsense. 
They're out there fucking, these boys fucking, oh, fucking calm down there, Tits McGee. Relax. <laughs> don't be, I'll unlock all the files. You don't want this. I'll burn everybody down. All right. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Let's read the news. Oh, I don't want to read the news. What else? Let's see what's on the desktop. Desktop. Hmm. All right. We did the hockey murder. That's good. <laughs> We're going to end up having to go into the war anyway. And um, I don't know where he found this. I think Ferry posted it. And it just. How many times have I done this bit? Where I would make it that like sports broadcasters were commenting on a war and I would play like, this this football music. <laughs> like, wow, his head just totally fucking exploded there, John. I've never seen a guy take a rocket to the face before, and not in this season. We're pretty early in the season for that. That has become and and the reason I did that, like it's kind of it's funny to me because it's not that far-fetched because i've lived through this this was pretty much what they did during the iraq war when i was like 17 watching this at night in my bed i fucking worked a paper route when i was like 14 and saved up enough money to have a tv in my room so i bought a tv and i'm fucking watching the news on this tv at night at like 11 o'clock i'm in fucking like grade 9 or 10 or something and that's the that's what's on the news it's like play-by-plays of how many fucking things got destroyed today uh, like which units are where? Oh, these guys got these new fucking cannons, and oh, this this these guys have this fucking crazy tank fucking commander, and it was like some kind of sporting. It was sick. It was fucked up. Fortunately, uh, that's never going to happen again because we live in a much more sophisticated age now, and we've learned so much better, and nothing like that could ever manifest itself in real life. That you could. Starts right now. This is going to be an unbelievable day of news, so don't miss a minute. It's on slow motion for some reason. Come on, war ball. Much better. Hey, this is going to be an unbelievable day of news, so don't miss a minute. Israel against Gaza. Point out the power players going against Israel. You got the West Bank, you got Gaza, but there's other players in this region. So let's break it down country by country. First off, look at this. Afghanistan, we know they're nice running to the hills because of the Taliban. Iran, front and center. Egypt is where they came up with the Muslim Brotherhood Egypt that gave birth to all these terrorists. Absolutely gave birth to all of it. Let's My, Egypt is what gave birth to Yeah, absolutely. Back in 69, we remember that. Remember the 69 season, Egypt. Egypt had those guys in there. This is fucking insane. How do these people live with themselves? You're you're not even you can't be a human being. There's no way that you're the fucking same as me. We're not both grown men walking around the world at the, with the same hardware and the same fucking version of Windows in our head operating at the same time. There's no fucking absolutely no way. This is ridiculous. You people are absolute clowns. The players in this region. So let's break it down country by country. First off, look at this. Afghanistan, we know they're running for the hills because of the Taliban. Iran, front and center. Egypt is where they came up with the Muslim Brotherhood Egypt that gave is- birth to all these terrorists gave her to all of it let's back up and go over how we got here and who the players are (laughs) drawn lines first let's look down outline this is okay we've got the floor map let's go let's see the fucking overhead projector screen let's see the fucking what who's who's courtside size of israel roughly the size of new jersey missiles from hezbollah coming back in opening up a two-front war right this is idiocracy man we live in it right now this is fucking humiliating as a species, that this is what we're doing. 
right there. So let's go to the wall. What about Hezbollah? They're known as the gold standard of terror groups. Hamas is uh, Shia. I think Hezbollah. No, you're right. This is made to appeal to like the dumbest person in the world, otherwise known as the normie conservative voter or the normie Republican voter. The, you know, just the totally blind my team, my guy, fucking trust the plan eat an apple like this is geared towards them because they're they're not uh, a lot of them aren't very bright and they don't have the attention span or the or the wheelpower upstairs to think through a lot of uh, much of anything or they don't care to they don't want to be they like to be entertained and these people make it entertaining so this is what they choose to listen to and totally block out anything else like you know adult responsibility and reality and so on so that's why i don't respect them uh, Hamas is Sunni, and then uh, Hezbollah comes up and says Shia. We have the muscle, we have the energy, we got the strategy. Okay, uh, let's put it in perspective. Let's take a they've got the muscle, they've got the strategy, Tom. Let's see if they can carry it into the fourth quarter. Look over to the map about where we're at right now. And first off, get, a, get an idea of the region. Friendly, Egypt. Friendly, Jordan. Here is Syria, obviously an enemy. They all love to kidnap. They all oh, obviously. They all like to horrify people, and they like to intimidate. That's this is their fucking stat. This is you know, 2,700 yards past last season. Wow, not bad. Dick, fuck. It's over, guys. Really, what makes up terror? That's what's so scary about our current. That was really good, but you know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, that's what's scary about all of this. Chris is doing right now. Doing this right here. You know what that means? I, I'm told that means 30 seconds left so during the, week of time. the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pete. Great job. Thank you. Brian. I'll, I'll see you over the weekend. Um. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you. Again. How do you how do you have any self-respect? Because a vision softly. This is what most people watch and think. Left its seeds while I was sleeping. And I'm supposed to sit here, and we're supposed to sit here with our fucking American flags and Canadian flags and be like, we're, we're just, we're fucking retarded. Within the sound of silence, in restless dreams I walked Like this, this is, this is, this is idiocracy. War on television in sports ball format so the fat, dumb, cheese-eating morons know just enough to keep up with the propaganda so they'll keep rah-rahing as the colors on the screen, you know, and the arrows keep going and the explosions send more money to Israel. And touch the sound of silence and in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs About voices Silence, 
reach you. I'll drop those bombs on Take my hand, please. End this. Reach you. <laughs> double up, double dee, double up, double dole, blam, blam, blee, blow. Do 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 World War Three. <laughs> Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Meanwhile, oh, we don't even have a military. Cool. This is what the Russians are doing. Oh, they just made three hundred thousand troops, man. You like that? They have 150,000 more coming on the way on the heels of this by Christmas. That's going to put them up to around 800,000 men in the field. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. That's a fucking lot. And um, the real scary thing about this is that uh, the Russians are notorious slow starters. Uh, for anybody that's in, into fighting, boxing, or anything like that, a slow starter, somebody that doesn't really they got to get into it for like, i'm kind of like with this it takes me the first 15 or 20 minutes i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing I, well i never know what i'm doing to be honest but you know takes them a couple around takes them a, you know, a little bit to fucking get in the, and, and find uh find their speed or whatever right uh the russians de- usually don't do well initially uh a lot of pro it's a huge country there's so many pro anyway but as time goes on <laughs> they they learn fast they're not stupid and uh, when they start putting their effort and time and like they have been doing, they've shifted to a war economy. They're, they start to get be- good fast. And after a couple of years, they've worked out the kinks. They've adapted to the modern battlefield. They've had all this practice. Their country's accustomed to the new way of living. They've, and we've done nothing in, in the meantime. Uh, so they're all... That's great. And, and these are volunteers, by the way. And people are like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. It, there was a lot of videos and there was a lot of people like this is a guy. They're on testimonials. Be like, yeah, I just they're promising them like land and shit in Ukraine. Like if you fight, you might get fucking some free land. You want a free house? Hey, you want to fight for free house? Sign up and we'll fucking put your name down and we'll give you a free house in the territory that we conquer. So there's a lot of that, and the Russians are winning, spirits are high, morale is high, and they genuinely do believe they're fighting a war against Satan himself. Uh, so they've, they've got a lot of volunteers, 300,000, and they had about 400,000 already. So they've almost doubled the size of the fucking military. And they're getting ready to uh, crush everything that's left in Ukraine. There's no other reason why they would do that. Because it's very expensive. This is 300,000 uh, young, strong men, generally 18 to 25, that would otherwise be in your economy. They'd be working places, work, running businesses. Do They're just sitting around in a uniform with a gun somewhere instead. It's expensive to do this. Uh, so they intend to use them, obviously. They're not stupid. And I would imagine by the time, what are we, almost November, it's wintertime, snow hits the ground. Uh, they're good at that. They're good at winter fighting. The other guy, our guys are not. We have shitty equipment. Everything's getting stuck over there. I think the wintertime's going to come and they're going to fucking uh, absolutely just end this. Then what's going to happen is anybody's guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but all the, everything's been shipped to uh, uh, Israel now. The Ukrainians have been totally left high and dry. Like Everything that was supposed to go there has been redirected because, again, you know, Jews are upset, so we have to send everything to, you know, they're all very worried about it. So everyone that was just slava Ukraine this whole time, that's all over now. We've abandoned that entirely. Now we're going to slava a totally different war that's going to cost even more money somehow. They're already tabling bills in the United States for like $100 billion, $150 billion, $200 billion. We need, a, they need all the money. They need as much money as Bernie Sanders has multiplied by 15,000 9 times a billion gorillion in an oven. 
you know, it's some kind of insane. And it, or, 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 and they just sign it and they just send it. And it's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll just bankrupt ourselves. We'll just borrow the money from China and pay it back. How? Oh, well, you know, you're completely broke, dude. And well, at least you guys, some guys are making money. Smedley Butler, I'm glad he's made a comeback again. I remember I mentioned him the other night. It was one of the reasons I started this. I read about this guy and was like, this guy is very inspiring to me. Um, said it first and he said it best. War is a racket. It always has been. It's a business. I don't know if it's always been, but probably, yeah. There's been people that treat it like a business. It's a way to get rich and powerful is to wage war. Certain people, you would the 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 normy, normal conventional way of thinking is like, well, if America keeps going to war and attacking people, why aren't Americans getting rich? Because the American people aren't the ones. They're just the pawns and the foot soldiers and the people being dropped into these. And, and people like myself and my friends, British people, Australian people, all over the world, the empire, right? Those people aren't benefiting from this, but someone is. Someone very much is. And they've been using it to gain a lot of power and control. Many of their enemies have been destroyed. They've made vast fortunes of money. They've conquered all kinds of new territory. And they keep it all for themselves, and they send you... Well, they might give you some of these. They might give you one of these... Uh, here, have a have a trinket. You want a trinket? Here. Have some trinkets. Okay, bye, thanks. Sorry about your legs and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, at least the Romans were giving people, you know, <laughs> big fucking parcels of land and shit and pensions. and Anyway... He says it's possibly the oldest, easily the most profitable, surely the most vicious. It is only one international is the only one international in scope. Well, not anymore, but these days it is the only one in which the profits are reckoned in dollars and the losses in lives. And uh, here's some nice look at this Lockheed Martin there six hundred thirty three billion dollars in revenue. Northrop Grumman, number three, $324 billion. Just between these two, we're almost up to a trillion dollars. General Dynamics, Boeing, 300 bill, 300 bill, almost 400 here, 250. BAE, that's a big one. They're British, I think. Airbus, nice, $120 billion. Making lots of planes, making lots of military planes. See, all these people, these are all very powerful people, aren't they? If you're number 25, you're number 25, on this list, is that General Electric? That's what the General Electric knows. Yeah. So you're the guy that owns General Electric. You're the number 25 guy. Does he does he strike you as probably somebody that's a powerful person or no? Do you think he maybe can, you know, donate political money and influence campaigns and plant, you know, have newspapers say certain things? Like, he's not even number one. He's only he's only worth forty four billion dollars. So powerless, probably, right? This is just the top twenty five. So if all these guys are like, hey, let's make some more money, guess what? Uh, they're, they're probably going to get it. Uh, many uh, ex-government officials, there's a revolving door problem as well in the government and places like this. Uh, see, they go into a government job, they leave, and then they get a job and say, oh, I don't know, uh, Lockheed Martin or Northrop Grumman. And all their friends who still work in the White House, you see what I mean? And sometimes people go from Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin into the White House. And sometimes people go from Pfizer and Moderna into the White House and back and forth. You know, shit like that. Also, great big companies worth lots of money. Same idea. Little guy gets fucking blown to bits and maybe they'll give you some trinkets, but don't worry, guys. 
We need to have this war. We have to slava because all these fucking massive billionaire corporations that deal entirely in weapons of war, uh, you know, it's it's about saving children or some shit. We got to, I don't know, magic, fucking whatever. I don't know. Just tell them what they need to hear so we can fucking make way more money. Hmm. 96% of Lockheed Martin's uh, revenue is from defense spending. So just guns and weapons and play. they make a lot of jets oh are Raytheon oh is that who Raytheon is I was wondering where they went they're RTX now which one was that it's number two Raytheon yeah so Raytheon's worth 400 billion dollars you see what I'm saying oh there's a Chinese one they're making lots of money too that's good good everybody's getting in on it nice so you know just want you to know, as everyone else is getting poorer and everything's becoming incredibly expensive and difficult to pay for, just just understand that the you know very rich, powerful warmongers are doing quite well, and they love that you're on the team. <laughs> They're very happy, very happy that you're on the team. Um, did I download this video or not? I don't think I did. Let's just see. This is this freak show, John Fetterman. Is he okay? He's a senator or he's a congressman? Senator, Democratic senator. Jesus. This man is a senator of the United States of America. And I mean, I'm dressed like that going to, you know, IKEA today. But nobody's paying me to represent a fucking state of the United States of America, though in public so i mean probably put on some fucking adult clothes this is like the sixth time this guy just can't be bothered what is the deal with this he's just in sweatpants and hoodies like because he because he can what next maybe the fucking president should just come out in a fucking beach thong fuck it whatever man do whatever you want wear a fucking halloween costume mr president what are you wearing uh, i'm a slutty cat oh okay cool why not who gives a shit you probably can't afford it. It's not like they make any money. So he's asking him about the. He's trying to get a ceasefire for fucking uh, in, the, in 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 Israel. He's asking, trying to ask him about it. This guy's the guy. This guy here, the guy uh, pointing his hand at him and asking him the question. He's a uh, professor at some university. Him. I'm sorry, this is a democracy. It absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, but kind of, sort of. Why? Kind of, sort 10, of. 10,000 people in Gaza have been killed. Half are children. The Pope's calling for a ceasefire. The UN is called for it. I'm just asking you. You're a good guy. I voted for it. Literally the whole world wants this to not happen. Yeah. I know you're a nice guy. This is important. Just the empire is pushing it forward. Can I give you a phone? He refuses to say anything to him, and his lackey here just grabs him and throws him into the street. Remember what I said last night? How there's like moments in time, there was the, or not last night, Friday, right? There's little moments in time where that guy's yelling about, you know, you're fucking sleepwalking at World War Three. What are you doing? This is crazy. And everyone's like, boo, stupid. We're not paying attention, bro. Here's another example. Here's a professor. Everything he's saying is true. 
And uh, there's people just sitting around drinking at a bar somewhere like, hey, what's his problem, man? So they were doing the same thing before World War One, World War Two, and everything else fucked up that's ever happened. Most people weren't paying attention on the day before it happened. They had every fucking warning in the world you could imagine. It was all happening right in front of them. They didn't care. They weren't paying attention. They were eating cheese. He just assaulted him. He just assaulted him. He just assaulted him. He just assaulted him. He was just talking to him. He needs to leave my senator alone. Okay, cool. Assaulted him. Fat fuck. Why? Okay. And who is this guy, too? Like, I think I got a sort of a look at him. Yeah, this guy's like, what is he, 50 years old? Bro, why are you dressed like you're 16? Why are you a 50-something-year-old man dressed like you're 16 years old? What the fuck is on your head, too, by the way? This is ridiculous. I shouldn't even be in a position to say this. Nice kicks, dog. He's have a backwards hat on. He just assaulted him. He just assaulted him. He just assaulted him. He does. He just assaulted him. He was just talking to him. He's assaulted him. Well, there's a there's a lawsuit, you know. <laughs> and what it where's the leadership of Federman? He just walks away, right? Typical. Who is this guy? He's so fucking. He's so smart and wise. He's always he's always doing this and not saying anything. <laughs> he must be so smart. No, I think he's handicapped. I think he's uh, he might have Down syndrome. He's got something wrong with him. Sixteen former campaign staffers of Senator Fetterman have op- have penned a letter urging their one-time boss to back a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, telling him that it is not too late to change your stance and stand on the righteous side of history. The open letter... Is this all frozen? Why is my uh, screen frozen? Oh, there we go. The open letter came... Or cames? That's not a word, Jeremy! The open letter comes as Fetterman, <laughs> a consistent supporter of Israel, of course he is, as everyone in American politics is required to be has defended its war on Gaza and is the latest effort uh, by former or current U.S. government employees urging an end to the violence. Fetterman has long demonstrated that he has trouble forming coherent on-the-spot answers in terms of verbal responses because he's stupid. He's not smart. So his silence when confronted by Kovalik could at least be in part due to that, especially given the complexity of the issue. He's just another guy making money to do nothing. Like, none of these people are leaders. They're just dopes. They're just doofuses. Sitting there vacuuming up money to sit there and do what they're fucking told. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating to live like that. We're just treated like absolute scum. No respect whatsoever. Why is everybody so angry? I fucking hate you so much. We don't know why people are angry. Oh, my God. How do you not know, man? Maybe it's all the war ball. Maybe it's like people are, maybe they're just blanketing a fucking city in white phosphorus bombs. It's like super illegal. Just melt some children too. Like we're, everything we can, gas them, bomb them. They're not using white phosphorus. No, no, of course not. You got some flares there. Well, all that smoke, that's just, it's a tire fire. 
This was probably filmed from over the Egyptian border because everything's cut off in there. Some of the journalists are getting American SIM cards and like uh, kind of smuggling stuff out. Um, I guess those will get on the network and they're not banned, but uh, they they find they have a way of finding where these journalists are and killing them. I think there's been like seven or eight journalists killed now by like precision guided bombs and snipers and so on. Uh, the Israelis target uh, press all the time. <laughs> All the time, they've killed tons of journalists, and they never. There's no accountability for that whatsoever. Um, there's a really great take on this that I saw from uh, Blair Cottrell, that is 100% on the nose, and I would like to read it to you because it's relevant. He says Israel is demonstrating to us that open warfare of the modern kind comes down to media control and relentless terrorism. The only limits that apply in respect to the terror are the world's perception of it. Prerogatives performing prerogatives permitting three applications of perception control apply here to the dominant faction, which is the faction with the more news media influence. Most of a most of the terror is deliberately made not known, unreported. The dominant faction applies as much terror as it likes, and the rest of the world never knows about it. B. If the terror must be reported, it is blamed on the weaker faction. Or any resistance on the part of the weaker faction is magnified. The dominant faction claims to be the victim of the terror. It is dealing out. C. If the terror must be reported and cannot be blamed on the weaker faction, it is justified by claiming it is deserved because it is being dealt to Nazis. That's how it's playing out so far, and that's how it will continue to go. Yep. 100%, man. He gets it. They'll get away with it as much as they can because they can. And when they can't, well, they'll blame other people. And if they can't blame other people, that doesn't work. It's like, oh, well, Nazis and stuff, Holocaust, Steven Spielberg music. That's that's literally what they've been doing, right? The dead babies. What, what babies? What are you talking about? You're the one killing babies. How dare you? It's another show. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's okay to do it because they're Nazis. So we can just ethnically cleanse Straight up what we're doing. It is ethnic cleansing. They're destroying every building, everything, everything in the way, killing anybody that's there, and uh, they're going to move in once they're done. They're going to bulldoze the rubble away, and they're going to build Israeli settlements on top of what used to be somebody else's home. Uh, it's That's just what's happening. I mean, there's no other way to, like I said, no, say the lie. I won't do that. No, that's crazy because that's not what's happening. I'm not, I'm not going to say something that isn't what's happening. This guy is uh, completely out of his fucking mind. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Okay, good. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a... Did you just compare the empire of Japan to Hamas like it's some kind of equivalency? Cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. There it is. This is. Oh, he cut it off. Oh, the Bible says, you guys, you know why he made that for it was for you. It was for you guys. His people don't, uh, I mean, they speak English, but they speak Hebrew. They speak Hebrew and Yiddish. It's their war. 
Why? And he's not, he's not Christian. The fuck is he talking about the Bible? Like they give a fuck about, like they hate Christians. He's invoking the Bible for your sense of guilt. And he's speaking in English because that message was meant for an American audience. Because he expects that uh, you guys are going to do what he wants. And they probably will. That entire government does whatever they want. It's just a competition to see who's who can be the who can be the best at it. Where's the yeah, here we go. Says it says so in the it says so in a magic book there's a prophecy so that means we have to fucking do ethnic cleansing, okay? Okay guys, ethnic cleansing doesn't matter. It's okay. It's, it was a it was vetoed. It's in, a, it's in a book I read. It's one of those ones. So, sorry man. Sorry bro. Can I use that one in court next time? Nah, I fucking sorry. It's a belief I have. So deeply held religious uh, belief I invented. There's a red cow involved and there's people are licking baby dicks. I know it sounds crazy, but it's totally legit, man. And there's nothing you can do about it. People put on weird hats. Like there's one guy who just has a square on his head and he just does this all day long. Don't, you can't say anything about it. It's fucking, it's the, it's the truth. It's not a cult. It's. We're going to have 2,800 slaves. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds like a good thing. So you're into slavery, huh? That's weird. So I was reading about some of those older countries and like uh there was kind of a dispute even in ancient times about that not everybody was down with slavery in fact some people found it to be like the worst thing you could do was to take a slave or be a slave it was like akin to like you might as well be dead that it's like the same as murder you must be killing someone and killing yourself don't fucking ever do that or allow that to happen to you it's better to die than be somebody's slave But, you know, Magic Book, on the other hand, is like, no, no, slaves are good to go. So, we're, I guess I guess we're doing slaves. All right. He's announced the invasion Saturday, citing a commandment from the Old Testament. So, that's why I, my foreign policy is literally being dictated uh, by a book now. I'm just going to say, well, it, I interpreted this from this book, so therefore, I get to kill 10,000 people. Uh, go and Adam Green look at this go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not but slay both man and woman infant and suckling ox and sheep camel and donkey kill everything that lives you must remember what Amalek has done to you says our holy bible he said really is there a quote you it's must remember what Amalek... Oh, and see, this part he said in Hebrew, right? He didn't say this part in English, did he? Because this wasn't for you to listen to. This was for fucking them to listen to. ...has done to you, says our Holy Bible, and we do remember, and we are fighting our brave troops and combatants who are now in Gaza or around Gaza and in all other regions in Israel are joining this chain of Jewish heroes. You know, Amalek is you, right? In their little fucking crazy prophecy cult. Like, that's that's you, European people. You're, you're Amalek. The Russians too. The whole that 
This is an in, this is a completely out of his mind insane cult freak uh, with an immense amount of power and nuclear weapons at his disposal. Just because he has those things doesn't make him any less insane or out of his mind or a piece of shit. If you took an, an absolute like heroic person, like a really you know the ideal fucking man, and put him in his position, you could get a completely different outcome. It's it's not the job, it's not the chair, it's not the power that's the problem. It's the person, it's the people wielding it. It's not it's not no different. I use this and I fool around with it and you know to make jokes and make people laugh. It's a good thing. I could also take this and wrap it around somebody's head and you know give them brain damage. So is it is it the fucking staff's fault? It's guns kill. No, David Hogg. Guns don't kill people. People that want to murder other people use guns to achieve that goal. You stupid, petulant child. How did the prime minister we have now become the prime minister we have now? Is he qualified for that job? Do you honestly, really, seriously believe he grinded his way up there on skill and ability and politicking and leadership ability? Able to, you know, unify large groups of people towards common objectives and and achieve things. Is that how he got there? Or did he just get placed there because he was the next one they needed to fucking put in there? He's just a doofus. You take away all of his power and money and all that fuck, and you drop him in the woods next to you. Guess where he is in the food chain? At the very fucking bottom, dude. He's not anything. These people are not anything. This guy, I mean, he's at least, he's completely out of his mind. He's probably killed a lot of people. <laughs> but he's not, he's not a respectable person. This isn't someone anyone should look up to and think is a good guy and respect and think, oh, oh, oh Mr. President, fucking, are you serious? This guy's a disgusting gangster and a genocidal maniac. So for all these people, especially on the left that want to say things like, oh, oh, the Nazis, oh, the court, this guy is everything you pretend every day that you're fighting against. It's literally him. This is the guy right there that you're pretending, oh, no. Super do and very extremely right wing, hyper nationalist, mega racist, believes in different laws for different kinds of people depending on their genetics. He fucking uh, wants to ethnically cleanse his enemies. He wants to fucking kill man, woman, and child. He'll genocide them all if he has to to get them out of his way. It, you're n- nobody's seeing this one, huh? You just not. Uh, uh, hmm. Do I have to change the flags to a different color? Is that what it is? Is that how simple we've become? I saw the sports ball segment, guys. Do I have to make it black and white colors? And mommy will put a fucking red star in it. And then all of a sudden, oh, I don't like the color arrangement of those lines and shapes. I'm nervous. Fuck Jesus Christ. Have some self-respect, man. What is going on with his neck, too? Look at that. Like, what is What is that? Gross. There's like some kind of small creature living under his neck. How much longer is this piece of shit going to be alive? <sighs> he's a he's like a terrorist king. He's king of the terrorists. That's who this guy is. And you're fucking, I mean, not you guys in the audience, for the most part, uh, some of them probably are, are cheering this piece of shit on. Because we have to slava. And he 100% intends to destroy you <laughs> whenever he gets the chance. Smite Amalek. Kill them all. Really? 
I didn't really know what Amalek was really that meant, and then I found out what it meant, and I don't appreciate being threatened like that, you know? I don't like books that say entire swaths of people that I happen to be a part of need to be fucking destroyed. I find that offensive and insane, and I reserve my right to defend myself from being eradicated. Okay? Okay. All right, then. Let's just send them more money, then, and uh, they'll send all their refugees to your neighborhoods, and you guys can complain about all the brown people. Oh, it's fucking Palestinian. Well, remember when you slavered real hard for Israel? Yeah, they sent them here, big guy. Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's why there's stabbings in your apartment building. Now, that's why it's a mayhem zone, because uh, the conservatives have allowed endless mass migration from all over the world, and much of it was facilitated by Israeli NGOs, non-government organizations, and they work hand-in-hand with the conservatives as they do everybody else. And you were too busy, uh, you know, playing chase the clicks, chase the, the, the re. I need more followers. I got it's fighting chess brawl. Apple time. Get the libs out. And people are dying as a result of the things you are too much of a coward to ignore. Max Blumenthal says an expression, an explicit expression of genocidal intent by Netanyahu. Oh my God, I hate that this always links to Twitter like that. Painting the Palestinians of Gaza as the biblical am. Amalekites, whose total eradication was commanded by God as punishment for their sins. He's justifying genocide because of the Bible. Cool. I bet I can find a passage in the Bible that says, I have to destroy you. It's probably something in there I could I could say that says that, and then, fuck you. It, said, it says so in the book, and you can't stop me. There's nothing you can do. Oh, yeah, remember this guy? 95-year-old Israeli army reservist is seen inciting every Jew with a weapon to kill Palestinians and erase the memory of them. These animals can no longer live. Mm. If you have an Arab neighbor, don't wait. Go to his home and shoot him. This is a guy they're parading around as some kind of IDF hero because he's been around since the, you know, the settlements began and the ethnic cleansing began, all the killing and the disposition of these Palestinians began. This is a guy who's been doing it that long. He's one of their big heroes. So they've trotted him out and they put a little helmet on him. This fucking googly-eyed fuck. Like, you can't even... Just die already, you piece of shit. Enter and destroy what's in front of you, house after house, and then destroy the one after it. What a nice guy. You'd think this would be on CNN, you know, but hmm, strange it's not. There we are with that prophecy and that book and the you know, nonsense again. Oh, no cults. 
No cults. I mean, we already have one, but the thing is, he does all the genociding anyway, and it's not anything we can control. He's a he's a deity and a, a force of nature. Un, like we can't do anything about this. So whatever he does is his, his own business. Uh, it doesn't. It's not our responsibility. We just we don't want so much worship him as we do fear his gaze. You know. Somebody asked me the other day, like, what kind of personality would he have? And I'm like, he's kind of like Charlie Sheen uh, mixed with, like, a Genghis Khan um, is probably the best way I could describe it. Charlie Sheen, 30-year-old Charlie Sheen, and he's got brain scrambled with Genghis Khan. That's something approaching to probably Philip's general disposition. <laughs> he's an explosive guy. There's a lot going on with him. He's a complicated character, okay? He did the emergency act. It was, it was his fault. Uh, it's still working. No, it's not. How dare you, Entropy? How long? How long have you done this to me? You go back to check on these people, and you know what? You've just, just, you just kicked them all out. Oh, it's just being a dick now, is it? Am I already signed in? I am. Why are you like this? I bet that guy had something to do with it. I think it was Hisbara. That's what I think is going on. Uh, Jenstein says, take our money for war. How dare citizens have guns and ammo? I agree. Entropy's back now. I don't know how long that's been gone or who's over there. There's just wooing happening over there. Ric Flair's over there. Streaming, dealing, suit wearing, <laughs> son of a gun. Ric Flair ruled. Still does. Did Dawson say he met him or he, I don't know. Seems like a really crazy guy. <laughs> Seems like a very legit guy, though. He's basically exactly what you expect. He's, you know, I respect. I like people like that. That just fucking living their living it up. Don't care. This is me. What are you gonna do about it? Uh, let's see. What else? That all caught up. <laughs> Woo! The wooing on Rumble. Jake says a uh, Jake twelve nineteen specifically. There's, there's, there's thousands of Jakes in the world. This is Jake number 1219. Serial number 1219 Jake says, I have another question. When you're in public, do you ever just look around at the climate of people, especially in these rich areas, and think, the system has celebrated your greed, your ignorance, your pseudo-entitlement? Yeah, they're, they're oblivious, most people. Most people are totally oblivious. I don't think they think about anything like this, generally. Especially if they're doing well. Especially if they are like doing well. Um, there's no reason to think there's anything wrong. There's no problem with the system. There's no impending crisis. They're paying their bills. Oh, it's a little more expensive, but I mean, they've got $2 million in the bank. They're not, you know, what's the big deal? When I was your age, I worked two jobs and I bought a house for $25,000 in 1975. Like, that must have been nice. That's totally fucking impossible to do now. Um, orange juice is like $70 a liter. <laughs> I saw something that said the or the prices of orange juice in the United States has gone up like, uh, 400% in two years or three years. What does that even, what was it before? Probably like $6. So what is it now? Like $15, $20 for a fucking, for orange juice. I don't know. It's only going to get worse because, uh, we let stupid people make all the decisions. And uh, like you said, the rest of the world's not too pumped on it. A document leaked to the Sisha Mechomit News site calls on the government to relocate the entire population of Gaza to the Sinai. 
let's just for for a minute. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do real estate time. Where's my uh, stupid music? Here it is. Where is the Sinai? They say it like it's got a name. It's not. It's the Sinai. What does that mean? Where could it be? We're just going to go take a look. Don't worry, Palestinians. We have got top flight real estate for you. Introducing, well, first, formerly known as your ancestral homeland, this is now going to be reduced to a giant rubble pile of death. Everything will be flattened, every building, every road, everything with a roof and pipe, and everything will be nothing but a flattened pancake mess. And what we're going to do with you, you're going to love this, we're going to pack you up, and we're going to put you on trucks, and we're going to bust you down to the Sinai, otherwise known as a giant peninsula desert. We're going to just send you out here into this endless wasteland to live in a refugee camp in this Sinai fucking desert of Egypt. Because who hasn't wanted to live like gypsies in the middle of the Sinai Desert like this? Oh, top real estate. Look at this. Look at this, Tom. We've got some holes here off of a off of a nice, looks like a dirt road going uphill into even more sandy dunes and mountains. There's endless things to do for your children. There's all kinds of activities to, to get. And if you get bored of the, of the the really beachy yellow kind of sand, just wait a minute. You can go south, and you can find darker colored sand of the same kind. More sand, and more sand, and over here, even more sand. Oh, look, there's a small town. Looks like some kind of chemical plant factory. Maybe we can live here. There, look, some orchards. There's food, maybe. Might feed fucking 100 people. I don't know. We're just going to build a big camp right here. And you can live out your days in the fucking desert. I mean, I... (laughs) Hmm. There's lots to do. There's there's roads, and there's sand, and there's roads again, and... there's roads that go in circles. It's like, oh, how are you guys? Do you like sand? Yeah, I have a sand house. Our houses are made of sand. Little square sand houses. All right, let's go back to the sand. And then you just drive. Here we go. Let's go for a drive. Way. What's over here? Oh, sand. Cool. Oh, what's that? Another road? Let's go there. Maybe there's more sand. Oh, look. A road to nowhere. Yay. That's our new home. Who doesn't want to go there? I can't wait. I want to live there. I've never wanted to live anywhere more in my life than in the middle of the fucking Sinai Desert in a refugee camp. That's, I mean, they're human. They're the most moral army in the world. They're so moral. Everyone that escapes the steamroller of death will just simply be relocated into a desert fucking thirst trap hole and not the good kind. I'm not talking about Tinder. Which isn't a good thing. Get off of that. Um, <laughs> great. Leaked document. 10-page document dated October 13th recommends that Israel establish tent cities in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula to accommodate the population. These tent cities should then be developed into permanent settlements with a sterile zone of several kilometers separating them from the Israeli border, previously their home in Gaza. Under the plan, Gaza's 2.3 million residents would be told that there is no longer any hope of returning to the territories 
and that Allah made sure that you lost this land because of the leadership of Hamas. Oh, that's going to be the... So they've already got a PR angle. That way that'll delegitimize Hamas and say, oh, if you your God was so correct, why did you lose, you know? <laughs> cool. That's cool. I mean, uh, that's good. I mean, they got to go somewhere, don't they? You know where they're going to go, right? They're They're going to come here. This is a fun post that's been going around. Fairies, uh, this uh, tide. This guy on uh, Telegram. I've seen this in a bunch of places today. Possible incent is Appendix A: Countries and bodies that can contribute to solving the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Oh, that's interesting. Let's read this. According to Nine Seven Two Magazine, Israel's Ministry of Intelligence plans to deport the Palestinians to various countries. What's Nine Two Seven Magazine? Oh, I see. Hmm. There she is. Intelligence Minister. Whatever. Who cares? Make it clear there's no hope of returning. The document unequivocally explicits. Where was it first reported? Who's this? Last week. Oh, well, God, I'm not reading that. I think it summons demons if white guys read that. Um The existence of the plan was first reported last week in the Israeli business newspaper, and the full context of the document is published and translated here. Oh, well then. Let's go back. What does it say? 972 Magazine. Deport the Palestinians to various countries in the West, Middle East, North Africa, including Spain, Greece, and Canada. Great! That's great! We need millions more migrants, guys. Refugees, really. And they'll live, well, where are you living? They can live in your fucking house. Because we have enough houses. We have enough houses. We have enough doctors. We have enough jobs. We have enough infrastructure. We have enough hospitals. We have enough cops. We have we have more than enough for literally the whole fucking planet to just come here whenever they want, for as long as they want, and take as much as they want because this is the endless land of money forever that everyone just enjoys in this giant fucking insane hotel. Possible incentives, pressuring the United States and European countries to take responsibility and open Rafah crossing for the, that's Egypt, for exiting to Sinai financial assistance for the current economic crisis in Egypt. (laughs) Pressure the United States and European countries to take responsibility. Eat your apples and think hard. Slava, get the libs out. I know it's hard to listen to, but... I feel like every, at least out of every hundred one of you, one of them in there has a soul. One of them in there is like, something's wrong about this. Come on, Grog, you're almost free. Greatest ally sounds fishy. Come on, come on. You're learning. Why didn't they fight in the war with Grog? Exactly, Grog. Exactly. Friends don't sit out wars with their friends. You know, friends help their friends in wars, don't they? They don't fucking hide at home and say, You're not fighting hard enough! Kill more brown people for me! Now do Libya and Syria! That's not a very... That's that's not your friend. That's a toxic relationship. That's abuse. That's abuse! You're being abused! Grog, get out! Get out, Grog! I'm worried about him, guys. I hope he can make it. This is a good post, too. This is how you know. And by the way, 
I'll have to go right to Telegram for it, I think. The, uh, is this a good one to use? Yeah. So, oh, everything's all mixed up, so I'm going to be a little bit slower than I normally am because I'm on different setup here. I've got everything rearranged. Can you guys see, even see this? Remember those big companies I showed you earlier? General Dynamics is one of them. And uh, you know what? So this is volume. Volume means the amount of trades that are happening. Like shares being exchanged. So like a lot of volume is a lot of activity. And uh, geez, they were trading at around, you know, well down here. I don't know what these, it's 215, 245. Volume is a 3.4 million. But you can see there was quite a spike here. This is October 9th and the day before, October 8th and 7th, right right around this when this all started, all of a sudden, everybody's dumping money into weapon stocks. And you know who has a lot of weapon stocks? They're congressmen, senators and stuff. Here's Lockheed Martin. Oh, look at that. Also, great big bump. Who's this? Northrop Grumman. Oh, another one. Wow. Oh, everyone's real excited. There's Raytheon. This number. Oh, I'm sorry. RTX now. Oh, my bad. Sorry, guys. 11%. They went up 11%. What's the timeline? Is this a daily chart? Yep. 11% in one fucking day on a company that's worth $400 billion. Do you know how much money that is? What's 11.41% of $400 billion? That's how much money they made in one day. One day. Then it went up even more. Then they sold some off. Then it's back up. This is a fucking game. They're just making money. Make money. And the people with all the money, well, they own all the fucking media stations. And they tell you you have to slava so you can keep making more money. It's a fucking scam. You're being scammed. Stop being stupid, please. It's very, you know, threat. It's endangering us all. It's endangering us all. Your stupidity is going to get us all killed. So that's why I'm so rude about it. Because uh, I don't want to die. I don't want my children to die. So you people need to be fucking spanked around, you know, ruthlessly if necessary. We're bombing multiple countries now. We're doing airstrikes in Syria where else jordan are we bombing jordan now how about lebanon are we fucking dropping bombs in there too it looks like it jtf2 is deployed to the region so is obviously all of probably the sas then if they're there and uh, delta force i think there's a couple of canadian hostages there that would probably be jtf2's mandate but they uh they didn't send them for robert hall and john ridsdale did they no no, ISIS captured them in the Philippines and threatened to kill them and behead them which they did and ottawa said eh, it's really just really not worth it it's not worth it. Well, because Robert Hall and John Ridsdale weren't Jewish people. So they just, I mean, whatever. whatever. I mean, it's fucking, it's more of that bias. And what was the name of that hockey player that got killed? I mean, I don't know. He was a white guy. So, I mean, and the black guy did. It was, an, it was totally an accident. He, did, he just has a vicious reputation of spearing people, fucking game misconducts, and 71 penalty minutes and 10 or 11 fucking games, and now he's kicking people in the neck with a skate. He's a, he's to, he's a misunderstood creature, really. He's, um, you know, he's like Il Chupacabra or something. All my wires are twisted. Try this again. You're what? Oh. Don't you let that fire go out, woman. I'm working here and it's going to get cold. These people expect results. That's a results-based industry. Cam's going to stop making dick comments if that fire doesn't get going. Oh, sweet. This is a great angle. It's the You got to get the wood on the very bottom.
Yeah, the very bottom. Yeah. That's the good wood down there. <laughs> All right, we're doing World War Three. Morgan's putting wood in the fire. That's good. And the best part is, um, you know, it, it's far away, and everyone wants to get involved. Everyone wants to experience what it's like to have people getting killed and stabbed and blood in the streets and stuff around them. It's wonder. It's great. It's really good for character development. Um, but you know, the budgets and everything, we can't. We can't get there. It's far away. It's, there's security problems. Luckily, luckily, many of these Israeli NGOs and governments and, and conservatives and Apple and mm, Apple's getting the lambs out. Unfortunately, diversity is their strength, and they were like, hey, let's bring everybody in the fucking world here all the time, especially Muslims. Lots and lots and lots of them, as I've been saying for years, we're blowing up all their countries and shipping all their fucking men over here. Eventually, this is going to be a catastrophe. And it's beginning. I'll play this in a second. But um, something else that uh, people are, are going to make the mistake of, and it's tempting to do, uh, I understand the, the knee-jerk reaction, but it's not the right one, is that they see all these protesters all over the world, and they're protesting against the, uh, the Israelis and the Zionism and all that stuff, right? She's stealing my cigar. You let the fire go out and she's still... I'm getting Al- Alfred here. What are you doing? Don't take pictures of me. I'm very shy. Don't take pictures of me. What the hell was I just talking about? Oh, right. So the, this is very distracting. <laughs> so the Palestinians and all of their alliances and all that... Um, these people have been just as socially conditioned as, as we have been uh, over the years. And when they see all of this in the streets and they, they see Zionism, white supremacy, same thing. Same thing. Um, and are they wrong to a great extent? Because, you know, when I was there, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing or what was going on, but I was the one holding the gun. We're the one pulling the triggers. It's our guys pulling triggers and driving tanks around and dropping bombs and lobbing artillery shells and calling in airstrikes and flying, you know, bomber missions and stuff those those were all us that did that so they see you as the enemy white people are the henchmen of of the zionists and they're the same you're not going to be their friend they don't want you to be their friend you need to just get out of the fucking way and just don't have anything to do with it just don't get involved is my advice because uh later when this uh really gets going because like i said What's the demographics here? The average age of these guys uh, getting shipped over here from all over the world, they're, what are they, 18 to 35 and 40 years old? Most of the people that uh, are think like us, we have you know one point something children per family. Average age is much older than that. Um, and we're already outnumbered under the age of 40. So what's the future look like? Does it look like, man, get the limbs out? Or does it look like, no, these are the people that run the country now because there's way more of them than us. And that's democracy, isn't it? So if you don't, if you can't make the war, don't worry. There's, it's just as likely there could be one in the streets of your city soon, anyway, because this is Chicago now. This is just downtown Chicago. You're trying to get to work, and you're like, "Oh, sweet, street war! Yeah, street war! Ethnic clashes that I said would definitely happen, and anti-hate was like, oh, Nazis!" And I'm like, "Well, look, it's real, isn't it? Oh, hey." Can't get the fucking police truck through this. 
No, sorry, you can't. No, you can't. There's too much diversity happening here. There's lots of... No, we're having random ethnic clashes from other sides of the world. Cops, you can't come through. No. They don't speak English, sir. They don't know. They're from all over the world. And it's it's like the BIPOC alliance, you know, the compendium of all these things against white supremacy and Zion. Like, that's that's kind of more along the lines of the general ideology of it. Because you're seeing a lot of, they're allied with, uh, you know, allied, right? All these Antifa fools who, again, they're going to be trampled underfoot later when the time comes. And, um, you know, the BLM people, they're all on the same team because they all think they have the same enemy, you. They think the white people are the bad guys and the Zionists are the bad, and it's all the same fucking thing. Just like the dumb idiots on the fucking sports ball channel who thought, oh yeah, Egypt got all that stuff stored, all these brown people, they're all terrorist countries, Al-Qaeda and stuff. Like it's just all the same to them. Uh, so that's their version of those idiots, and there's millions of them here now, and they're going to fight with our idiots. I don't see any way around that, except the only intelligent thing to do would just be, I'm just going to back away and watch idiot ball kill each other and, uh, you know, have some laughs, smoke some cigars, and so on. Because uh, this has nothing to how. What what's what is in this for us again? What's in this for the Canadian man and woman and family and child in this fucking fiasco? Anything? How how is this doing for America? Is this helping America? How's Chicago doing? Is this good for Chicago? Like, they're in America. America's helping kill their families. Where do you think this goes, guys? And now there's a fucking army of these people all over the Western world. And, hey, maybe they're going to decide to kick it up a notch if things get... Whoa, they're throwing explosive devices now. Good. Good stuff. Good thing diversity is our strength and good thing refugees welcome and all that shit for years, right? Great job. Things are looking up. We're doing good. <laughs> We're doing great, kid. Oh, nope. Not not so much. Where are we at? Okay, okay. I'm going to check this and then we're going to get out of here. It's getting late. Let's check the... Check the stats sheet. <laughs> da 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 uh, Shotgun Candy says there's a YouTube channel by Corey Gil Schuster where he asked Israelis and Palestinians questions. The Orthodox Jews have straight up said the Goyim will still want to be joy- Jewish slaves when their Messiah comes. Okay, Noodlehead, that's nice. Get in the rubber room. That's my, that's where that's where he belongs. Whoever said that, he belongs in a sanitarium. Um, oh, there's missed that one. Who was that? Dr. Jensen. Now he's on Rage. Now he's on. Oh, this must have been during the entropy hiatus. Now he's on Rumble. Says, happy to support Rage and Rumble. Great stream. Great platform. Brought to you by Dr. Jenstein. He's been basically financing like 40% of Diagonalon by himself. I'll leave. Ferry goes on. And there he is with Ferry. Now he's over at Derek's place. Jenstein's just fucking daddy and everybody over here. I'm afraid. I don't know. Derek, we're going to have to. We're going to have to draw straws. Somebody's going to have to do something for Jenstein, and I don't know. 
if they're going to want to do it. So we're going to have to just draw straws first, and whatever happens, happens. That guy's got to be committed. He's got to be willing to sacrifice and do whatever is necessary. I will not be drawing a straw. But you guys, I, I have faith that you guys will do the right thing, and someone will sacrifice themselves to Dr. Jenstein's blood slash sex farm. I don't know. A fairy might be in on it with him. We, this could be a ruse, too. I don't know. I might be getting a little paranoid. I'm going to go smoke some weed about it and think. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's climb that down. This is too loud. Fairy brought this up too. Um, it's a great video. I, I love things that kind of micro macro uh, follow nature or, you know, hey, this is life on earth. This is. We have a lot more in common with the world around us, the natural world, than people think, probably because they don't pay any attention to it at all, um, because they're too busy in their phones and in their instant gratifications of everything and being complete dumb, dumb slave retards and living on Twitter all day with 60 different accounts and spurging and drinking rum and masturbating alone in a closet with a noose around their neck. You know, that kind of stuff. They're not, they're not paying attention. But, uh, you know, I said before, life is a team sport. And, uh, you know, bad guys are winning because they're working together better than better than us, better than others. And us as well. And, you know, there's lots of people that I'm just dude, I'm just going to go to the woods, man. I'm going to you're going to do what by yourself. You're going to you're going to weather this fucking collapse of society and fracturing of the Western world into goddamn. I don't know how many factions are going to split off out of this. It's the house. The hotel's coming apart and there's going to be different wings belonging to different regional lords. It looks like the way things are going. And you're going to feel this future by yourself. That's not a very wise decision. And I think that's I think that's a lot of people's just they don't want to take they don't want to get involved because that means it's real. If they if they do, then that means it's a thing. It's it's real, and which means uh oh, <laughs> now I might have to take responsibility for myself and my future and the people around me and you know maybe try. Ah, and I'm just going to watch sports ball and eat cheese. Yeah, well. And the truth is you, you need each other to succeed. There's, there's never been anything successful or impressive or worth remembering or talking about in the history of humanity that was ever just done by one person completely on their own without any input from anyone else. Like they just showed up and fucking waved their hand. and like That just doesn't happen, man. That's not real life. That's not realistic. No matter who it is you believe in or think is some kind of heroic figure, there is time. And any real man that is like that will tell you they got there with a lot of help from their friends and other people. That's just, that's just how it is. Everybody I've ever known that's been, you know, like that or impressive at all, they're, you know, they did it because they, you know, worked together as a team, really, and they, they made the most of it. And they had people around them that helped them and they helped each other and back and forth. And that's how it goes. And every once in a while, you know, life can show you that in its own uh, special little way. Here's here's a this poor little lion all on, all on his own. Getting tore up by all these fucking hyenas. He's a female, actually. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, then the homies show up. There's only four of them, but they chased off about 50. Didn't even need a lot. You had a huge, huge obstacle, a huge problem in front of you. How are you going to over, how are you going to overcome this? As strong as you're, you're a fucking, literally a fucking lion. Who's going to, but even, even a lion can't deal with, with that much bullshit. Even just a little bit of help. A couple other lions show up and, you know, 
four or five of them, you know, rally up and uh, you'd be surprised what they can do. That's why you got to find your friends. That's why you got to tribe up. That's why you got to train yourself up. You got to build these connections and you got to build teams. You got to build people you can trust. Because that's how you survive. It's not by hiding in the woods. Bunch of people working together. Real hard to run over. A lot of times it takes a lot less than you probably think. And there's barriers and obstacles just in this community being crushed and surpassed all over the place. And everybody's getting stronger for it. Because they did it together. Good to go. That's it. We made it. We did it. There, this is the first one. The maiden voyage of the whatever the fuck this is. Phillips Lair, his command center. I don't know. We only got 10 more. We'll be at 400. It looks like we'll make it too. I really thought they would have figured out how to kill me by now, but. Lord knows I don't make it easy for him. Just won't die. I I really won't. I just really will not do that. Sorry. Thanks very much, guys. Hope you have a great week. Take care of each other. Six Simper Tyrannus Propan! Find your friends. Right, Larry? God. See you on the next one. I know it's nearly Halloween, Phil. Why are you approaching me with this now? There is a lot of death happening. That's right. I don't. I already don't like where any of this is going. 
You have you have these weird smiles, and you you're getting into things that I don't want to know about. And no, this is fuck. This is sick. That's sick. No, it's not. It's not wholesome and fun if you use the Ghostbusters music. He's just harvesting souls to be later used in an army of the undead. He's harvesting the souls of dead people killed in these wars for his own future. So you're not even going to let them rest. And you think it's okay because you're playing... That is a very convincing costume. He even has... Okay, he does have movie-like replicas of proton packs. I kind of want... I kind of want... You are tempting me, and that's the problem. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. What does this do to my soul by enslaving other souls of ghosts? What, of like, no ghosts. Is there a fine print here, Phil? He just wants me to sign at the bottom. There's like 900 pages. I think the contract is made out of human skin. I really don't. I'm really not comfortable signing. The paper seems alive, Phil. It's moving around. It's whispering things. I figured I'd have to sign it in blood. You said this was a binding, very typical legal document. I don't believe you that Foda co-signed this. I don't believe that for one second. Why can't you just eat candy and wear slutty costumes and hit on women like a normal guy? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Why is there always some kind of scheme? Who you gonna call? Very disturbing. Why'd you have to drag Ray Parker Jr. into this? I'm already haunted by these dead... Why do the dead faces have to levitate around the room like this? They look like they're in pain. That's not part of the fun. I... It does help. The Ghostbuster music does help, actually. I can just kind of close my eyes and pretend like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're definitely not enslaving the souls of human beings. Let's do it, Phil. I'm signing it. Fuck this. I'll be 40 in a couple of years. I don't want to be. I don't want to make it to 40 of never enslaved ghosts. Where do I sign? I I don't think. No, I don't think Morgan has had a Halloween party like this before. I think she will be very surprised. Fucking psychopath. Let me tell you something. 